you think that there's ever going to be a day when we're going to want to like switch up the intro just to fucking switch it up? It's always going to be the same every single time. No, we got to switch it up. Okay. I feel like maybe we're going to have to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Like, like, I don't know what the, what it's going to be. Um, or like what the event will be. Well, no, I think something will just come down to us from, from on high to from the, from the heavens or whatever the hell's up there. And then it'll be delivered to us what we're supposed to do. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe we got to switch it up a little bit. Uh Oh, he's getting bored of the intro. No, it's not bored. It's like, um, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's like keep people on their toes a little bit. Sure, we got so many fucking listeners, bro. They got it. They expect variety. I would no. I, I don't disagree with that. We could certainly change it up. I uh, should have had fucking Derek bring us a guitar and just play like, "Welcome to Kyle." Like the conversation. Bring. <laughs> Maybe just just send a request to him. Say, "Can you do this?" <laughs> hey, can you hey, do man. this, please? You know, it's weird. Like when he came in, um, I was like. Should I ask him to bring a guitar? I didn't really want to because I wanted to just, like, talk to Derek. Yeah. Like, more than just, like, the the musician. I just want to talk to him. Um, but, uh, like, thinking about, like, our guests and who's come in here, it's, like, it's it's more than, like, what they do. It's more about, like, who they are as a person. Right. You know, so, but, to your point, it would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool. It would have been cool. But also, to be fair, the mics are not um, like the same style mics he would use, Derek would use normally. Uh-huh. So I don't know how well it would pick up on that kind of stuff. I don't know. how. Did, where did you play your recorder? Right into this thing. Yeah. Like super close. Yeah. Was it? Well, but you could dial the volume up and up and down on it, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Was it super loud when you had to, when you played it in? No, I don't think so. No? Mm. I don't remember. Mm. Can you take this? It can be done. I'm not saying it can't be can done. Can you take the foam off the mic and then it would like pick up more? No, that, the foam is just a windscreen. Also, I'm going to be sniffling all the fucking time for like the next You get the fucking weeks. second coming of COVID? What's going no, on? No, I have horrible fall allergies. And like Wednesday or something was the day that it killed. Wednesday is when they hit, huh? Yeah. So So what what is it? What's the what's the is it uh what's in the air? Ragweed. Ragweed. Yep. Okay. And I, now I can hear it. I know. I got the ragweed in my got the ragweed. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of sniffles. All right. All right. Listen up, people. Just deal Just with it. fucking deal with it. Kyle's got some sniffles. He's going to have it for the next three sessions. Actually, next week. Well, yeah, not three, but still. That's why yeah. I took that into account. Until the first freeze, I'm going to be like this. What? Yeah, dude. Dude, you're going to be like this till December. Nah, that's October. Early October. No, I don't think so, man. I think this is gonna be a fucked up year. I think we're gonna be, we're gonna be like hovering around that cold mark. You think? Maybe November. No, it won't be that bad. I think it usually, like mid August to mid September is the worst, and then it gets better usually. Okay. Well, this cools off enough. Yeah. Where the ragweed starts to die back. Yeah. Yeah. But it gets rough. Yeah. I'm, well, I have really bad allergies. You got that heat coming right now, that hot, humid sun. Yeah, man. Dude, I don't know where y'all live when you're listening, except for that guy in Spain. We know where he lives. Um, but it's humid as balls right now here. Like, 
yesterday, I don't know. And granted, I'm going to bitch a little bit here. I don't know if I'm really bitching, but I'm kind of bitching because <laughs> I know there's people out there that got it way fucking worse. So bear with me. But it was like 7, 38 o'clock in the morning. It was already 80 degrees with like 90% humidity. Yeah. It's like shit. It was just heavy. It was heavy. So I was glad it was a day off of work yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't look ahead at the weather. So I woke up this morning and I looked at the weather. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's already 73 degrees outside. Oh, impossible rain. And then I went out and I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> oh, fuck this, he says. <laughs> yeah. But I, I got to look at the weather. I know. That's, well, that's your job, Ike. Yeah, that's my job. That's your that's your jam. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be very good at my job if I didn't look at the weather because I know there are days when I look at the weather I'm like fuck I suck at my job. <laughs> do you have a trusted weather like app? I do. What I is do. It? It's AccuWeather. Oh, I use AccuWeather. Yeah. yeah. So my son uses the Weather Channel, and then my my foreman uses like some other weather app, right? So we got three different weather apps going. And at first I thought, no, nah, we all got to be on the same app. But what I learned is like. There are some apps, like my app, the radar is pretty on point. Yep. The AccuWeather radar is pretty on point. If it's if it shows a rain cell coming, the timing and everything, it's solid. Now, my son, the, the Weather Channel one, I think it's Weather Channel, his radar blows like bad. But his, like, uh, the predictions of temperature and stuff are more on point okay. than, than mine. So it's like we just kind of do a little combination, but ultimately, like if we've got a, like if I wake up in the morning and I see rain coming, it lands on mine because sure. I'm, you know, I'm the motherfucking boss. You're the guy who makes the decisions. <laughs> I tell everybody, don't come to work until I say so. Yeah. Yeah. And then they sit and side yeah. and watch the sun come up. And like, La -di -da. Yeah, I know. I feel so fucking bad sometimes, dude. Like, because like. It'll, there's times when it's like, oh, the rain's coming. Rain's coming. It's like, all right, it's going to be here like 830 in the morning. It's like, all right, I'm waiting. Tell everybody, just wait. It's supposed to break at like 10. And they're like, okay, great. So 10 o'clock rolls around, and there's been nothing but fucking yep. sunshine all morning long. And they're just like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, let's go. Fuck this. And then we'll get outside, and they'll start they'll raining on us. Ah, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. That does suck. Yeah. Um, There was... There's a time where I think I installed like four weather apps, and it was those those big named ones, right? It was AccuWeather, it was the stock iPhone one, it was Weather Channel, and then it was some other one that was like had a bug on it or something like that. Like a ladybug was the logo okay. or some shit. And I think I liked AccuWeather the best, even if it wasn't the most accurate. It was the most like inside the app, visually appealing and easy to navigate, and it had a killer radar. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easy to navigate for sure. Yeah. I like the way it works. And then you can do by the hour, by the day, up to fifteen days out, but I never even look at that. Like I I <laughs> I don't trust I don't trust any weather app, any weather station in this area more than like two days out. Yeah. That's it. Like uh, no no more than that. I barely trust them for an afternoon sometimes, but like two days is max. You know, so like we know if we got a project coming and we're supposed to get rain on thursday and it's tuesday and we can't get it wet we'll be like all right so we got to switch over to a different project mm. because you know you got to be like that's the only yeah you got to be ahead on that yeah doing like uh <clears throat> we got all this crazy rain last last two weeks ago two weeks ago, two yeah. weeks ago yeah and uh, i started up this project after the rain it felt like the ground felt all right 
Nice. So I brought my bobcat in. Oh my god, man! Just tore it. Fucking, tore it the fuck. I turned this yard into a soup hole. It was so bad. It was all solid clay, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't dry out for anything. Nothing. So we made a big fucking mess. Got in there for two days building a, a boulder wall, and on the third day, I had so many huge ruts through this yard. I was like, all right, I can't even move anymore. You know, like the Jeez. machine would just kind of just get bogged down in these ruts. So. We just uh, we're just like, all right, we'll be back in next week. We're gonna go do some little jobs and. Did you have to bring a bunch of fucking dirt and fill in all the ruts? No, because it was a super dry weekend, so it like sucked some of the moisture mm. out. Like, um, we just uh, just let it sit all weekend long and didn't do nothing with it. And it was still. You ever walk on like heavy clay soil after a big rain? And it like it's like walking on a waterbed. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's the weirdest feeling. I think that's like where quicksand comes from, like that feeling, because like like you'll step down in one spot and it'll push you up in another. Mm. You know, you ever do you ever had that feeling? I'm trying to think, maybe not like just walking in the grass. No. Yeah, there's it's like there's something. Well, it's usually not grass. It's like dirt or gravel that okay. you feel it in. Like with the grass, because there's a root system there, it's not going to pump as much. But, uh, like, you ever go to Stanky Basin? No. No? You live right by Stanky Basin. <laughs> you don't ever go to Stanky Basin. You know how often I go to... I don't even go to Devil's Lake. Do you ever hike? No. Do you like to hike? Not really. Oh, how come? Well, now that I have sacks, maybe. <laughs> Dude, we haven't talked about sacks in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still I'm still sporting mine. Are I'm still sporting mine. Yeah, yeah, fucking. They never. I think. I think I gave up on them. Yeah, for, they, for never they, so never they never contacted us. They never contacted us. They don't yeah. get the free plugs anymore. That's right. Yeah, I still wear their shit though because it's badass. But we'll have to go hiking this fall. I'll take you out the Stanky Basin. You and me. Yeah, I'm just not a. Uh, yeah, it's not even. It's not even a hard hike. It's just like a walk. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not gonna even make you sweat. You just <laughs> you just walk. That's it. We'll we walk hike, and we hike up the the big hill on our camp out. <laughs> the big hill? What's the big hill? <laughs> the really fucking steep one. On our league camp out. Oh, that hill, yeah. Yeah, you do that. That's it? That's, yeah, that's, that's the, the extent, extent of, of your of your physical exertion throughout the year? For hiking. Yeah. The rest of it's whimsical, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, you're only good for short bursts of energy. <laughs> yeah, man. Five minutes stints. <laughs> Wonder what the average is of whimsicalness. It I can't be that long. No. I'm going to say like six minutes. Maybe. Yeah, that seems like fair. Yeah, I'm going to say like maybe six minutes. I'm looking it up for you. Yeah, it's got a little quiet because Kyle's looking at porn. Um, Wait, what? I'm gonna say Jesus. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not on the extreme low end. The average ranged from 33 seconds. Holy balls! <laughs> to 44 minutes. Fuck that! 44 minutes. That's an 80-fold difference across couples. Average was 5.4 minutes. Hey, see this? I'm talking about. Yeah. 44 minutes. That's just. I think is that is that including foreplay? I don't know, because it's like if it's just straight up forty four minutes of action, you got to be like a marathon runner or something to do that. You got to have some stamina. 
like physical stamina. I'm not even talking about whimsical stamina. Yeah. You know, because like, I don't know. I think it just depends. Like, this is going to sound, I don't know how this is going to sound, but like, what's the goal, right? What's the goal? <laughs> you mean like, there's a goal to like, like, are you going to slow yourself down? And oh, like, to, to enjoy it or to just pop a wad? Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Are you going quickie style or are you going... Well, yeah. Are you going movie style where you're going to hit 18 different positions? Oh, my God, yeah. I don't know. I used to think that movie style was where it was at. Like, whatever positions you could get into and all the crazy shit. Like, yeah. Did you ever have the Kama Sutra book? No. No, you never had the Kama Sutra book? No. I had one when I was young. I was like 14. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta learn the world. Yeah. No, I was, uh, um, I remember like looking up the Kama Sutra, like all the positions online. And it was like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool. I was like, wait a minute. How the fuck are you going to do that? (laughs) It's like, I don't, my leg doesn't move that way. That's impossible. You know, apparently they got movies and shit. I've never seen a Kama Sutra movie, but like. I mean, I feel like that's just softcore porn. It is, but it's like it's it's like it's uh, instructional. It's instructional. That's what I, that's the word I was looking for. It's instructional porn. So it's like you're not supposed you're not <laughs> supposed to finish before you finish the movie. <laughs> All other porn, you just like however long you know it takes. No one ever finishes a real porn, right? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I feel like you fast forward to your favorite actress, actor, and then you're go to the spot you like. Wow. Done. I do, guess I guess do at people that point watch gotta, porn? Here's a question: Do people watch porn for the story? <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. I guess it depends on how good the porn is. Like if it's like if it's like a a really well done theatrical porn movie, then it's got a great story and some good writing and stuff. Then I don't know. I've never seen one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never given one an opportunity to, to deliver a good story to me. I haven't either. I do know. That there's like parody porns. Oh yeah. So do those follow an actual story, or is it just they dress up like the characters? I I, I I'm gonna guess they dress up like the characters, like Saving Ryan's Privates and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I've I've seen the names of them. Like I've heard people like joke about the names, but I've never seen one. But I'm guessing it's like something like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always like <laughs> it's always fucking something. the pizza guy or the plumber. Or somebody shows up to the door. The I don't know. It's like I don't know. the hot cop, the hot hot lady cop shows up, and oh, yeah. you know all that stuff. It's just like it, you, nobody wants the storyline. Like no, why, I'm not saying I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure there are people out there that like want to be entertained a little bit. It's like because it's not cheap. Like if you buy it, yeah. Again, I think it just depends on the pur- purpose. Like if do you want porn? So, like, if you watch porn, I'm assuming you're just trying to get off. Yeah. Or do you want, like, a movie or a TV series with a lot of nudity that you can kind of double dip? But you're not going to get, but you're not going to get, like, the well, so porn like, satisfaction, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, isn't porn just, like, ramp, ramps you up a little bit? You know, like, ignites a little tinder going on. You know, it's like it's pregame a little. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, can't I, you can't watch a movie like a like a blockbuster movie that's got a little bit of action in it and be like oh hey you know like that doesn't yeah 
it's not the same. You know, you don't go in. I don't think you go into it the same. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an avid watcher, so. Yeah, neither am I really. I just, you know. Sports, so sports. I don't know why the fuck we're talking about. We don't know shit. Well, well, because we got onto it from from you asked the question. I may probably you did. You, you don't remember it, but you did. It's all I your don't. fault. I just I just daze. asked how long it takes for the average cycle of whimsical. And we looked it up. Five point four minutes. Five point four minutes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm pretty average. I think I'm an average guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, sometimes I'm above average. For sure. Yeah. And then it's like fucking a. Then my <laughs> wife. Then then your spouse gets impatient. Yeah. Like, hurry up! It's like it's like, are you done yet? And it's like, no. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like, Can we speed this yeah. up? Yeah, this is hot in here. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think. Like, I don't, and I, I'm only on one side of this equation. Yeah, or I'm only one part of the equation. Like, I don't think the movie like. 40 minutes, hot, sweaty, just like looks like someone dumped a bucket of sweat on you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that in general that is the like the goal, the goal or the desire. No, like uh-uh. I don't I don't go into there thinking like, yeah, we're going to do this for 40 minutes and I'm going to look like I just took a shower afterwards and you can look the same. Yeah, it's That's, well, like in the movies, though, like they'll like stop and then they'll go back at it. Like when they do the position changes and stuff, because when I was in high school, I was looking. I I did some research. <laughs> I was I was researching shit, um, but they'll stop, and then it makes it makes it like man, they go forever. It's like porn sets this really fucked up expectation for for like young people about what sex is, like really fucked up. Yeah, because like you're supposed to last forever. You know, everybody gets off like six times. You know, all this stuff. It's like, and it's like crazy positions and like, and it's like, uh, it's like, it's borderline. I just say borderline. It's like the word comes to mind is like almost like violent. Mm. You know, it's like, it's like pounding and mm-hmm. thrashing and like, it's like, it's not really got to be like that, you right. know? But right. it's like, you know, if kids like think that that's what it's about and then they're learning. And it's just like they. It's like, how old do you got to be before you realize like that's what it's that's not what it's about, you know? It's like it's 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 like way more about the feeling, and the connection, than it is about the act. But the act is like, but when you're when you're a kid and your hormones are like on level eleven, you know, it's like that's all you think about is the act. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I just think it's with uh. It, the access today, and I think we've talked about this before, where it's just like it sets such a a, a, a detrimental expectation mm-hmm. to uh, to what the reality of of sex is, mm-hmm. you know. And then like, and then like what uh, the value of the partner in the act of whimsicalness <laughs> represents more I'm than never going to live that down. No, you're not. More than just an object. You'll never live it down. I'll never let that go. That's fine. Yeah, no, I agree. I, uh, yeah, I agree. My <laughs> brain is so fried. That's all right. It's all good. It's all good. You're in a fucking dunk tank. Tell me about this shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So um, at our Toma Club, we had one of our, like, their biggest fundraiser. And somehow we got a dunk tank. 
someone donated the dunk tank or like did they rent it or did yeah they, okay they rented it or they rented it for the club or they gave the club like a really good deal to rent it or so, something or another and mm-hmm. it's it's honestly the end of the summer anyways for our, our clubs and so we figured oh it'd be a fun thing for the kids to be able to dunk staff yeah and i made the decision to be in toma that day and ended up in the dunk tank all right. So what's it feel like? Because I've never sat on the on the hot seat of a dunk tank. It's slippery. Is it? Yeah. Is it metal? What's it made no, of? No, it's like um, it's like a this one, this one. I don't know what they all are. I'm sure some of them are metal. It was like a white PVC plastic type material. It was thick though. You know, it was like probably two inches thick. Yeah, it's got to hold your ass up yeah. there. You know, because yeah. you're out on like a little cantilevered right thing. Yep. yep. So when I first sat up there. Did so, you feel like it was just going to fall right away? No, I felt, I didn't think it was going to fall right away, but I felt like when it did fall that I was too far back and I was going to hit the back of the tank. Oh. Like that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened in such a way that like you almost slide forward. Oh, okay. And then off. Like, so it kind of bumps you up a little bit. Um, So yeah, I know I, the staff wanted to dunk me because... I'm me, and I usually don't give those a kind of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever. So at first, I didn't have anything to change into. I was going to say, were you prepared for this? No. So we had a slight break, and I got convinced to, because there's a Walmart down the road, to go to Walmart. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I bought myself a pair of basketball shorts. Okay. You didn't buy, you didn't buy swim shorts? No. I can't even buy swim shorts right now. I was going to say, I didn't even see them. But they had cheap basketball shorts yeah. that were like six bucks. Like, you yeah, know what? Funny. Some shit. I'm going to go back to this dunk story, but I'm going to gripe a little bit. Fucking buying swim shorts. The only time a year you can buy a pair of fucking swim shorts is in the springtime and early summer, and that's it. Yeah. Like stores fucking. That's come, what a lot of stuff. Like June, like July. They yank that shit off the, off the shelves. It's all that seasonal shit, dude. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating. It's like. They all got to stock up like six months in advance for whatever the fucking next season is. And it's like, I yeah. I was looking for a pair of swim trunks for my kid once, and it was like July. Yep. I was driving all over town looking for swim trunks. I couldn't find any trim, swim trunks for him anywhere. Yeah, I think we had the same problem with um, like life jackets last year for Lincoln. Really? And it was the same time frame. It was like mid-July. There's still a month and a half of summer. Easy. Nowhere. Easy. Nowhere. Yeah, it's the most frustrating thing. It's like stores, like there's not a place where you can just get the shit you need. You know, even if there's not a huge selection. Mm-hmm. Just like, so you go to you go to whatever, Walmart or Farm and Fleet, or you go to the mall, and it's just like, where's your swim shorts? Like, oh, pull those off the shelf at the end of May. Yep. It's like, what do you mean at the end of May? Yeah. Well, where are they? The storage room in a box. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, it's like at the water park capital of the world, swell some, sell some damn swim trunks. I'm telling you. Well, you probably can inside the water park. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The probably, if you go to like the inner sanctum of the water park, whatever you want to call it, they probably have, they sell them in their gift shop or some yeah. shit for like $100. Yeah. Some crazy amount. But I mean, that's. Frankly, those choices have only led to the rise of online purchases. I know, I know. Well, it's and and like, it's led to the rise of like everything's so generic. Yeah, everything is so generic. <laughs> okay, anyway, you bought some basketball shorts. <clears throat> yeah, bought some basketball shorts. Went in, 
And, uh, yeah. So I watched. So every staff got the opportunity to go in there and get dunked by kids mm-hmm. and other staff if they wanted. And I watched every kid. So they got three chances to throw the ball. And they, you know, generally a couple of them would hit, a couple of them would miss. So it's like, <clears throat> let's just say 30% success rate. Oh, so okay. fairly so low success fairly rate. Fairly low success rate, honestly. Um, but each staff, you know, got dunked one or two or three times. And uh, then the staff would throw and, and some of them hit a, you know, but a lot of them missed as well. And I would say maybe, you know, again, 30 to 40% success rate. So I get convinced to go to Walmart, get a pair of shorts. So I do, and I come back and, okay, it's my turn. And then everyone's really excited suddenly. Mm-hmm. How about the hell? So our administrative staff, Chris, who's a wonderful woman, she's, you know, mid fifties. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm dunking you. I'm like you, you've just been, you've been in your office this whole time. Now she, you're excited to. She's do ready this. to fucking throw down for you. You must have done pissed her off a while back <laughs> or something. So I get up there, and uh, there is that initial like, this thing's gonna hold my fat ass, and then like, I was wondering, is there a weight limit on it? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm not that it's heavy. It's gotta be. I know you. No, no, you're not. You're not fat at all. I'm just saying. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so and it has this little like. Uh, so it's just a cantilever, like you said, yeah. and then on the back though, there's this little like old school little lock thing that bar lock that you can lock the seat sure in its yeah. upright position so i thought a couple times i was just reaching back there and locking it to fuck with people uh-huh but i didn't and uh so chris is standing up there and we got a little line marked and i'm giving her some grief not too worried yeah but i'm looking at that little you know bullseye thing like hmm and she fucking nails it on the first throw drops me whoosh I'm like, all right, now it's done with, so it's not She bad. hit you on the first throw? On the first throw. Nice. Way to go, Chris. And it was like one of those lob ones where it was like, oh. like I don't know how it even hit the bullseye she hard enough arc. To, to knock it, but it did. Like, all right, good deal. So everyone's just cheering and excited, and I got up and reset the seat. And it only takes like three seconds. Yeah. And uh, next half comes up, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen this person throw, not worried. Bing. First throw. First throw. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, every staff nailed it on like the first throw. Oh my God. They there was were one waiting sta- for you. There was one staff that didn't. And I was giving them a grief and saying, okay, no, you get one shot. All staff get one throw. That's it. And then they kind of, I caved and she got a second throw and she missed. And then I'm like, all right. And then she walked up and just pushed it anyways. <laughs> uh, so okay, so every staff got me. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm going down like every twenty seconds. It's like what the hell. <laughs> so then all these kids are lined up. I'm like, all right, good deal. Then the kids start fucking nailing. I bet seventy percent of the kids that threw hit the damn bullseye. Holy shit! Yeah, they were playing you, man. They were like they were like sharking you. They're like telling you they they can't hit it thirty percent accuracy rate till they got you to go to Walmart. Man, it was just like constant. You got. I think I went down like thirty times. Jesus! In probably ten minutes. That's a workout. It was just every time I'd reset it and I'd sit there, I'm down again. It's like I'm just jumping off this fucking thing. But it was fun. It actually was really fun. It sounds fun. It sounds Um, fun. At first, I was a little worried, so we had the fire department hook uh, fill it up. Mm-hmm. And initially they had said, oh, it's probably going to be really cold, like, you know, 45 degree water. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking blasted hot that day. So, but when I touched, well, like when we 
when I was walking by before I went in, I stuck my hand. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, yeah we tempted. It was 72. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So it was really nice, actually. It was refreshing. 45 degree water. Be That'd little, be cold. That'd be a little chilly. That's little what chilly. I was kind of not wanting to do it initially. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's um, boys that disappear for a little while in 45 degree water. Yeah. 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 But it was fun. You ever done an ice bath? I haven't. And I haven't done like a polar plunge either. So when, uh, remember the Tough Mudder? Yeah. When I came through town, I did, I, I ran it, my buddy and I did. And one of the obstacles was uh, um, one of those 20-yard dumpsters full of ice. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had to dump into the steel dumpster, jump into it, and it was like, there was like four or five inches of ice floating on top of the water. Okay. So you had to jump in, walk through, swim underneath a barrier, and then come back up the other side. Holy balls. Like, it was super hot the day we did. We'd, it was like 90 that day. They had people on the course, like, passing out. It was kind of nuts. There's EMTs and shit dragging people off the course. But uh, when we got to that one, I mean, I just, I knew I just had to just go up there and jump in. Yeah. But I hit it, man, and it was like shock. It was like my whole body was like, what yeah. the fuck? But it it felt so good. Hmm. Like, like my, my son Connor, he says he takes a cold shower every single day really yeah every day it's like i don't know this wim hof dude came up with well he's not the one that came up with it obviously like athletes take ice baths and stuff all the time um but it's like super super good for recovery if you're putting out a lot of uh physical energy like you want to recover muscle recovery yeah I mean, and all athletes that. do ice baths all yeah. the time. and uh um so I'll do a cold shower and it's like good for your immune system and everything so, um, like, there was this craze for a while. I did it a few times. It's so hard. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really struggle with a cold shower. And my problem is, it's like, I'll turn on the warm shower, mm. and then I'll try to switch it to cold, and then I just start. Yeah, then you it. can't. Yeah, it's like, it's too much for me. So I'll do, like, a, um, like a partial cold. I'll, like, slowly cool it down. Oh, yeah. Give myself, like, a gradual ease into the cold. But the full cold, I don't know what temperature. It's got to be, what, 50 Coming out of the tap? Yeah, maybe. Like the full cold? Well, well, I don't know. The fire department says 40 what? 45. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the same water? Hypothetically, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is a fire hydrant hooked up to... That's the city water. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, then maybe. So it's got to be... I mean, may, maybe just because of the sheer volume... Like, when it, by the time it gets through your house, it's not going to be 45. Maybe it's, like, 50, but I bet it's the same. Yeah, I mean, it's cold either way. It's cold. Either way, like, I can't do the full-on. No, dude, I'm such a pansy with that. Like, I won't even, I can't even stand in the shower and then turn the water on. Because it's going to be fucking cold for <laughs> two minutes or whatever. Fuck that. 15 seconds. <laughs> that 15 seconds isn't worth it, dude. <laughs> Let that shit steam up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, I get you. I get you the same. So, it's like, uh, I don't like the... The cold showers are hard. I thought about doing a polar plunge, though. Yeah. I think I think I, I would do it. I, I, once I signed up for it, I would do it. But it's just like getting out there. I've seen, I was out at Devil's Lake one time when I saw him, like, chainsawing the hole in the ice. Yeah, see, you know? I don't know. Then they, 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 like, the fire department's out there, and they hang the ladder in the ice. They got a little warming tent right there that you can hop in. And it's like, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's not going to kill you. No. You know, like, people do it all the time. 
like this. Uh, uh, just do the ice bucket challenge. You ever watch? Good. <laughs> you ever watch some fucking crazy Russian dudes that like swim in the frozen lake? Bless you. You're, you ever watch them guys? No. Oh, you go to YouTube. These like I don't know what Russians are hard man. They're fucking hardcore. Like they don't fuck around. And and like these guys. Holy shit! Here he goes. Oh, bless you again, man. Do you do you got to take like Claritin or some shit? Dude, that shit doesn't work. Do you take anything? Yeah, I switch it up like every other year because nothing ever works. Oh, I'll switch between Claritin and Allegra and whatever other ones are. Do you get like the the uh, behind the counter shit? Because there's like the the stuff you can buy off the shelf, and then you got to go to the pharmacy and you can yeah. get the heavy duty stuff. No, I don't think I do get the heavy duty stuff. Really? I used to. Well, I used to get. Um, I used to have to take over the counter stuff in conjunction with prednisone, which is a steroid. Sure. And then I stopped taking. I thought prednisone, prednisone was an antibiotic. Is this steroid? Yeah, steroid. Okay. Either way, so um, when Stephanie's allergies really act up, I go to the counter, get the Claritin D. Mm. That's the shit behind the counter, and that's like the hardcore stuff. Yeah, instead of ten milligrams, it's fifteen. No, it's like a different formula or something. I think. I don't know. Hmm. Did you have a moment? I had the sniffle. I figured oh. I'd mute. <laughs> Fucking, you could be hammering that mute button. I have been. Oh. Haven't you been? Wa- I've been I've trying. Been, I've been watching you. Yeah, I know. But that one was just like I just looked like you just hit, hit it just because you wanted to for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Kyle's fucked up with his allergies right now. So I told, I mean, they are. This is the height of my badness. Yeah. Does it is it weird having allergies with this fucking Delta variant floating around? Is are you are you conscious of it? Was it like last fall? Was it make you feel weird like being around people when you got the, all the allergy sniffles and shit? Oh. I mean, it's always yeah. I guess to the extent that I'm always like upfront, like I have really bad seasonal allergies. I know what this is. Like mm-hmm. this is not, yeah. But people that don't know you, yeah. Like I lead like that when like if I like once I sniffle or if like I know my nose, like I sound different. Right, but I'm just like like walking through the grocery store. You're not like yo, everybody. I have allergies. <laughs> I have allergies. Good. It's good. No. Do you ever like? Well, sometimes people look at you and then I like just say it. Like, they just look at you after you sneeze. I'm like, just allergies. Promise. <laughs> yeah. That's like everybody's go-to, though. It's like, it's like you know, everybody's like, ah, it's just allergies. And they're like, uh-huh. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm trying to remember last year. I think masks were required last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think I was wearing a mask anyways, which sucks to sneeze in a mask. Oh, yeah. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. I'll take that shit off. <laughs> Just blow it all over <laughs> where you're at the grocery store. Pull your mask off. <laughs> Put it back on. <laughs> so you're going to get, you would get kicked out. Like yeah, for sure. Some fucking manager, like, excuse me, sir. I'm going to have to ask so, you to leave. But because I have such bad seasonal allergies, like outside time becomes really limited for me, obviously, mm-hmm. for like the last three weeks of summer. Um, and I always think like that's why, A, I like winter. Because I don't have to deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. But then B, that might also be to your point of why don't I go on hikes and shit like that. Mm. So I just choose not to surround myself by shit I'm allergic to. Oh. That makes sense. Well, maybe I'm going to have to take you on a winter hike. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds we'll more that. fun. All right, cool. 
So when they do, you know how they do allergy tests? I don't know if they still do it this way, but they used to do allergy tests where you take your forearms, and I'm holding my forearms like I'm going to get a test. Get some nice forearms. And they have, like, blocks with pokies, like, spikes on them. Yeah. And then they have allergens, like, specific to each spike, and then, like, press that shit into your arm. I've seen it. I've so there's there's four blocks when I got my allergy test, and every one of them reacted meaning I was allergic to literally everything on the test except for mold and cockroaches. Mold and cockroaches, huh? I don't I wonder if I should do it'd be fun to do that. Just to just I don't know about fun. Maybe fun's not the right word, but like informational. Yeah. If I could just be like, "Hey, can you give me an allergy test? I just want to see what I'm allergic to." Yeah, for sure. You know, like cuz I have I yet to this day other than like poison ivy you know, shit like that. I have run into very few things I'm allergic to. That's good. That's fucking fantastic. I feel bad for you motherfuckers that are allergic to all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh-uh. Like, I'm a huge dog person, and I'm allergic to dogs. Yeah. My wife can't do long-haired dogs. She can't do cats. She loves fucking cats. Can't do it. Or can't do cats either. That's why we will never have a cat in my house. Well, I'll never have a cat in my house because I don't want a cat in my house. That's the second part, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I used to have cats, and I love my cats, but they were outside cats. Oh, really? Yeah. They're like, uh, just not a cat dude, you know? Yeah, like, I feel it. I mean, like, if a cat comes up to me, I'll pet a cat. You right. Know, and then, like, hang out with a cat, that's fine. But it's just like, I don't know, something about it, just not me. Not my a jam. Yeah, mine either. Yeah. So what's up with this Delta Lambda variant shit that's going around? <laughs> You've been up on this shit? Like, what's going on? Slightly. What's going on? Tell me what's going on, Kyle, because this is like, is it real? Is it really a Delta Lambda variant? Like, well, I haven't heard the Lambda or the Delta Lambda. I like, think no, there's Delta and then there's Lambda. I think that they're just going to keep adding fucking letters at the end of it to, as it continues on. I don't know. I, I'm super mixed bag on this whole thing. I think partially... Because I'm done. Like, I'm done with it. Over it. I'm over it. <clears throat> I'm not trying to be unsympathetic, and I'm not trying to cause undue, you know, risks to those who, who can't, you know, deal with it. But I'm just kind of done with it. It's been a year and a half. We went from two weeks to slow the curve to permanent lockdowns to, you know, it's just mm. been all fucking over the place. Um, So I just think, like, vaccines are available. Mm -hmm. Get a fucking vaccine if you're worried. You still might catch it, but your risk of dying significantly decreases just like the flu. Yeah. And I think these variants are going to keep happening, and it's just going to end up to be something that's normalized. And but It's going to be like a flu shot. It's going to be like a flu shot, man. Yeah, I know. And See, that's the thing. <clears throat> with, yeah. No, so it's just like, wear a mask to protect those who aren't vaccinated. Well, tell them to fucking get vaccinated. And if you're in that small percentile that can't get vaccinated, I'm really sorry but the rest of the world isn't going to. Yeah, you're the you're the nut allergies of the world. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you have a nut allergy. Well, you just got to be fucking careful when you yeah. go to the lunchroom. Yeah, you know? and and just in an honest level, like the kid portion of this, like kids aren't. This isn't deadly to kids. It so. There's the, been a there's been some some with the, with the variant with the variant I heard there's different state stat, stats but as of right now I think as of yesterday 
since the COVID pandemic started, there was 361 deaths from minors ages 17 to zero. Mm-hmm. 361 out of 73 million kids in the U.S. Yeah. It's a low, it's low number. It's extremely low. Yeah, it is. And so, and and frankly, a lot of those deaths had underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, I don't know, man. Well, so the thing is, it's like on both ends of the spectrum, the vaccine end of the spectrum and the and the COVID end of the spectrum, there's extremes in both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I've seen I've seen some videos of these kids who took the vaccine and fucked them up for sure. life. Sure. You know, I saw this one girl who normal fucking kid, every day goes to school, has friends, living her life, and she gets the vaccine and two weeks later she's fucked. She can't talk. Oh, she's really? got a breathing tube in her nose and all this shit or a feeding tube, like fucked her up bad. You know, and it's like this mom, she was talking in front of this court. She's like, listen, she's like, we're pro-vaccine people. Mm -hmm. She's like, but my daughter is not my daughter anymore. Two weeks after she took this vaccine. She's like, nothing else caused this but this vaccine. Right. That's the only factor here. And it's like, it's a fucking rarity though, right? It's just like with anything else, it's a rarity. So, Well, like when they pulled the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, because if six people had a... a blood, adverse, clot. a blood clot out yeah. of millions of doses. Yep. It's a rarity. Yeah. So, but, but you can't like, because it's not FDA approved, none of them yet. You're right. Pfizer's close. I guess they're supposed to be approved any day now, but, um, the, uh, uh, you, you can't like take and nobody fucking knows what it's going to do. Same with COVID though, too. Nobody knows what long-term effects are of COVID because nobody's fucking had it that long. Mm-hmm. Same with these vaccines. So it's like, we don't know what 10 years from now is going to bring with COVID or the vaccines. You know, right. COVID could like somehow fucking mutate and shut down your organs in 10 years. Nobody fucking knows, you know. But it's like with these vaccines, because it's something we're choosing to put in our bodies, it's like if there's a blood clot or something, it's like, okay, we got to talk about it. Got to figure out, like, let's let's crunch some numbers because there's a lot of shots going out there right now. And not everybody's reporting if they got an issue because there's right. millions of them. So I get like the the fucking caution because I'd rather be on the cautious side than not. But like, there's a uh, uh, they did their due diligence, they did their research, found out there's a very small number, and then they brought it back out. But like, you see what Australia's doing? Like they had like fucking two cases of COVID pop up in the whole fucking country, locked the whole country down. Same with, wasn't it New Zealand did the same? They yeah, had one and they locked, locked that fucking bitch down like now. Or like, they had New Zealand, I think, has stayed locked down. Yeah, it's well, they they stayed like their borders are locked yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, talking about no work, yep. no school, What's no <laughs> nothing. They shut the whole fucking thing down. Two cases. Yeah, I know. Wasn't it? Was it the Australian lady who said like, "If you see your neighbor, don't talk to him." Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Yep. They're they're like. Deathly afraid of it. And and it was just like, you know, I think they had like nine cases total ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, yeah. And so it, there's risks with everything we do in life. I get up yeah. and I drive to work every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. My wife does the same. Um, I'm pro-vaccine as well. I'm vaccinated. My wife is vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated. Her parents are vaccinated. I'm pro-vaccination. Yeah. Now I will tell you that. I most likely won't vaccinate my three-year-old immediately. Mm-hmm. I will wait on that shit. Are you going to get the booster? See, at some point, 
the conspiracy theorist in my mind starts going, okay, Pfizer, you got a lot of money to make these vaccines. And at some point we're going to stop using these vaccines. So it's really convenient that suddenly you're going to get fast tracked to FDA approval and need a booster so that we can ship out another billion vaccines. Mm -hmm. That's conspiracy theorist. I'm so I don't know if I'm going to get the booster is my point. I've already gotten a booster. I've gotten two vaccines. Well, that's not the booster though. That's just the, the regular rounds. But the, the, my question is that if, if someone does get the booster, then that means they're committing to the fucking booster probably every fucking year. Right. It's like, wait a minute. Hold, hold the fucking phone. Like, our bodies are still this amazing fucking unit. Yeah. It has immunity that, like, creates immunity by getting sick and fighting it off. And I, I, yeah. And if you got the first vaccine and you got the fucking COVID like I did, it's like I've got this fucking, I feel like I've got this double immunity, right? right. And so now they're saying, like, the vaccine is only, like, at 55% efficacy from when they first started it, right? If you, After, if like, you, eight months or yeah, something. If like you, that, if you yeah, if you got it right when it came out and and to date, you're, like, at 55% efficacy. But the people who just got COVID, their fucking antibodies are still running strong. Like, mm. most people. Like, some of them, the antibodies tapered off if you weren't, like, a heavy exposure. But if you got solid COVID, your antibodies are running strong for, like, like. Some people, what, when did this shit happen? March of 2020. 2020. Well, I think it happened in November 1919. Yeah, I do too. But um, it's uh, officially. Uh, officially, March 2020. Um, but it's like uh, uh, those people that got it early on, they still got the antibodies. Yeah. You know, and so. And honestly, the second, my, my second shot made me, f it fucking knocked me out, dude. Mm -hmm. I was out. And it made me feel like trash. Like, that's the worst I've ever felt in my life, I think, is after that second fucking shot. Ever? I feel like it. Holy shit. Dude, I couldn't get out of bed. I was in bed till 4 p.m. Mm. Mine was when I got the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That was worse than the shot for me. Yeah, and I should, you know, I should say that as in, like, I haven't actually had the shot. I mean, and, yeah, you haven't had COVID. Or had COVID. Yeah, thank you. Um. And that's in recent memory. I had mono, and I think I was out for mono, too. Like, I felt like trash for mono. But I was a teen, and I don't really remember. Yeah. That. What's that um, What's that fucking thing that affects teenagers that'll fucking kill you? My brother had it. It was, uh, he was in Vegas. And it's like some kind of fucking rare thing. Um, I don't know. I wish it, it's... I don't know. Someone smarter than me with a better memory. I know what it is. So it's, it's, it's not a knock on my intelligence. It's my memory that I can't oh, think of good. the name of it. It's like he, he got – you brought up mono. It's not mono, but it's like uh, 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 fuck me. I can't think of it. Anyway, he was in the hospital, and he almost died. Wow. Yeah, so it's like it's something that it's more prevalent in teenagers, um, and when they get it, it's super fucking – like it's rough if you don't tack it right away. Yeah. So um, That's scary. Yeah, it was, it was, it was weird though because like I didn't even know my brother then. No, that's no, true. I didn't even know him. I like I knew he existed, but I didn't know him. Hmm. You know, it's just like I didn't know he's going through that shit. You know, it's like, but uh, um, but anyway, this fucking booster thing. So, uh, well, and 
The other issue I have with the booster thing or the vaccines in general, again, I'm pro-vaccine. I want to be clear. But there's like scientists out there who are explaining what happens when you get a vaccine and how it's almost worse to get the vaccine than to get the COVID if you're not like an at-risk person. Right. I And I get that. I get that because it's like if you get COVID and you fight it and beat it, if you're not an at-risk person, if you don't have underlying conditions, your body is designed to yeah. fucking do this. Yeah, it goes that, to war. That was their point. Yeah. And then if you get the vaccine, you basically you alleviate your symptoms, but your body doesn't know how to fight it or something like, I don't remember the argument exactly, but it's just like, there's so much mixed messaging and the more they talk, the less I trust the the, CDC. Yeah. The more, the more they talk, the less you want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, it's just it's too many fucking sides. There's too many, too many people that, that, that know what the right answer is. Yeah. And, and, as soon as you're as soon as you're an agency like the CDC and you come out with a statement that is clearly non-scientific based but appeases a certain crowd, right. you lose all uh, legitimacy in my mind. Yeah, well, we're in this in this weird fucking place right now where where we're trying to we're trying to um we're trying to save the world from this pandemic, but we're also trying to keep in mind that people have feelings and that's the fucking stupidest thing in the world right now is if you're in the middle of this fucking massive disease going through and it's killing people, it's like the fucking feelings have to go on the side. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you're almost like at war, you know? And it's like, so you're uncomfortable too fucking bad. We're at war. You know, when shit goes bad, we got to do hard shit. And I'm not talking about taking vaccines. I'm just like, at the very beginning, if we weren't all worried about fucking feelings, it'd have been like, okay, we're going to fucking attack this. Everybody's going to deal with this for however long block of time. Everybody shut the fuck up, you know, but it wasn't. It was just like, well, well, it, it was, well, they, they, they tried, but, but then, the goalposts move. Yeah. Slow the, again, two weeks to slow the curve be compliant, help us do this, to this thing's deadly and we don't know what it's about, to, oh, we have more research and now we have a vaccine, but still do this. And that, it's just, there's when there's no end in sight other than the complete elimination of a virus, going back to the Australian model, mm-hmm. like, there's, what, 300 million people in the United States? Mm-hmm. Come on. It's never going to go away. No. It's never going to be zero. Right, right. And and I and and anybody who ever thought that they were going to fucking eliminate the virus, like unless you're on a fucking island, right. You know? It's like you're not going to eliminate it. And even when you're on the island, them fuckers aren't safe 10 years from now. Right. You know, just because they're shut down now, are they just not going to let people in for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? I mean, what's their long game going to be? You know, every time someone shows up and they they got a sniffle, like, oh, you're quarantined for the next month, you know, and they, they're not, it's impossible. Right. You know, so. So I feel like, I feel like we're in a place where we did what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We, as a collective, we, the hospitals, you know, in general, not in all cases, but in general, I feel like didn't get overwhelmed. Or they were at least okay. Initially, it got rough, and we were still learning. But, like, right now, hospitals aren't in a general standpoint. That's not true. Isn't it? No. Right now, right now, 
in Madison, Wisconsin, they're at capacity. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, I had a friend of mine's mom who was sick, not COVID, and uh, uh, no, 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 yeah, they took her to Madison, med flight, got to Madison, they didn't have room for her because of COVID patients. Okay. They picked her up and took her to lacrosse. Wow. Yeah. Baraboo's full. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like with COVID. Yeah, with COVID. I just talked to a surgical tech buddy of mine. His it was his wife's birthday and we were all hanging out and he's just like they're full. So I'm curious. I'm wondering if so my my initial point was going to be, and this is good information to have, that before vaccine was available, it was don't overwhelm the hospitals. Right, that was the plan. Let get the vaccine available to slow down deaths and then move on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we accomplished that. So I'm curious now, like if with all the hospital cases, are they vaccinated or unvaccinated? And I'm they're willing to bet they're 90% unvaccinated. unvaccinated. Exactly. Yep. So, so there goes to the point of being pro vaccine. Like if you're, if, if you're an at risk person, get the fucking vaccine. Well, but he, even if you're not at risk, cause that's the thing with the Delta variant. That's what they're saying anyway, is like, it's like the Delta variant hits people harder, faster. Maybe it doesn't last as long, but it's like it's a it's it's still fucking people up. But it's all unvaccinated, mostly unvaccinated people, and uh, and so it's. So I feel like at this point, if you're unvaccinated, it's it's by choice it's as on an adult. You. Yeah. as an adult, as an adult, it's on you. You are making a calculated choice and risk. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. but the rest of the world. Or the United States shouldn't have to quarantine and do all this other shit because you choose to take a risk. Yeah. There was a senator that was all anti anti vaccine and, you know, COVID's bullshit and all this stuff, and I think he just fucking died. Really? Yeah, he, he got it. Maybe if he wasn't a senator, he was like a GOP member, board member, something like that. I know he was part of the GOP, but he he pushed really hard. So no, no vaccines, like it's all bullshit. Like just let your body handle it and all these things. And he was older, older yeah. gentleman, probably in the seventies, and he got really fucking sick and he died. So the G okay, this is me not knowing politics. So the GOP is Republicans, yeah. But like, what is the G O? Like, if it's not like a board, like a. Do you know what GOP stands for? No, Grand Old Party. Really? Fucking. You ever heard of fucking more? So what's the Democratic side of name? That? What's the Democrat side? The Democrat side is um, the Democratic the Democratic Party. Party. Yeah. So, like, are there people? Clearly, there's people. Is this like a collective of people who then like nominate or pull strings with senators and stuff who then join that? Like, I don't understand how that the, works. Well, I think the GOP is like it's a it's a collective of everybody that are conservatives. And then it's like party members are like people with money, contributors, donors, okay. um, and then like they they organize to to get people elected. Oh, okay, you know, so like the, the and then once you're elected, you're obviously part of the GOP, right? Well, you're part of the GOP to start with, but you you want to get elected as a GOP official, so you're elected. But then it's like the GOP supports you, you know. So it's like if you need funding, you go to the GOP. You know, the GOP is like a collection of people that it's like have, a union. Kind of, yeah, but it's like they get people elected. They're the ones that set the funding. They're the ones that do the fundraisers. They call all the all the people, okay. you know, getting funding. And so See, I think I get confused because sometimes you'll I'll read like an article like the GOP voted this way. Mm-hmm. Like 
like lump summing all Republican senators or whatever or House members like as the GOP. They generally are. Yeah, yeah, but then I guess I then I thought that that just meant like all voting people were like that was what Republicans were called was the GOP. But it's yeah. it, I feel like it's more than that. I, think, and I just didn't it, know that. I think it's more than that too. Like it, to, down to the nuance, I obviously I'm not a politician, so I couldn't tell you what it's like right in it. But like that's the way I understand it. Mm. It's like the GOP is like the the conservative branch of like the United States, like the official, like uh, they they're the ones that that like everybody goes to the GOP when you're going to get into politics, and sure. that, that's where you centralize things. But you learn things. Stuff what's, stuff we learn with what's the, Kyle and Ike the conversation. What's the reading rainbow one? The more you know. Or is that PBS or something? Oh. I think that's uh uh Lamar Lavar Burton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I don't I don't remember what it was though. Yeah. Dude. Motherfucking did you see here they appointed the new Jeopardy guy? He quit already. The executive dude? I thought. Well good, because ain't nobody fucking voted voted for him. Did you hear about that? No, I, I, I saw a headline. This is as much as I know. I saw a headline like a week ago saying a new Jeopardy, and there's two people for Jeopardy. It was a dude and a chick. Okay. And then I saw a headline about... You are a sexist bastard. <laughs> a dude and a chick. I'm fucking with you. Anyway. Those are both <laughs> loose terms. I know. You're sexist to both sexes. Fuck everybody. <laughs> And then <laughs> love it. the guy, I saw a headline. Again, I've not read any of these articles. Yeah. I saw a headline saying tweets emerge or something from this guy. And then like two days later, I saw Jeopardy host resigns or quits. <laughs> really? So it was fucking dumb anyway. So like they had all these people go in to do the Jeopardy. Like you saw one headline. I probably saw 30 headlines. Okay. So um, they had all these people go in to like, Fucking Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Lavar Burton. They all, they all hosted. They like all an hosted. Episode, right? They're like, some of them did more than one, and so they're trying to narrow it down. And like everybody at the end wanted Lavar Burton, like they wanted him to to take it over. And all of a sudden, this fucking executive from Jeopardy, who's like, he like he was never really even part of like a face of the show. Like nobody even knew who the fuck he was. Mo- Mike Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah, he quit. Yeah. He quit. Well, he should have because he didn't deserve to be up there anyway. Nobody wanted his ass. Like, he was just this dude in the back office or something. It's like, I'll fucking do it. Like, nobody will decide, so I'll I'll do it. And it's like, nobody wanted him. Hmm. Should be LeVar Burton. Who's it, does it say who his replacement is? Are they going to, oh, they got to do it all again? I have no idea. I'm trying to read. <laughs> I'm so fucking cheap. God. What? <laughs> I'm trying to read an article. Over the top of an ad that says I need to become a subscriber to read the article. So I'm reading it in the background. Oh, text. yeah. Those are the fucking worst. I know what you mean. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anywho. It's a, uh, um, you know, do you do Reddit? No. See, I know you're a Reddit guy, I think. I like I like Reddit. I really you had, do. You had brought up uh, Reddit that you had read some stuff regarding the whole GameStop thing. And then I think there's been a couple instances where you said you, you've read it on Reddit. Yeah. So Reddit is just a forum, right? Yeah, Reddit's a, an open forum. But what I like about Reddit is, like, it's not, like, heavily moderated, but, like, there's so many people on it that, like, give a fuck. You know, they're not there 
I mean, there are people there that are trolls, and there are people there that just, like, fuck with people. But for the most part, it's, like, a little more, like, legit conversations. Okay. You know? So It's uh, not Facebook comment section, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's not Facebook. That's the great part about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, Matt Richards out as Jeopardy host amid cascade of scandals. Ooh. Yeah. So, his cascade of, of scandals is... Uh, Let's see. Richard's hasty exit as host came a day after the Anti-Defamation League called for an investigation after a report surfaced in the ringer that Richard's made disparaging remarks about Jews, women, and other groups in episodes yeah, so of the seems comedy like podcast, The Random Show. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I don't know the whole story, but that paragraph pisses me off. That he was on a comedy show and then someone... He it said he made disparaging remarks about Jews, women, and other groups in episodes of a comedy podcast, The Random Show. Now, in the podcast, Richard had asked his female assistant and his female co-host whether they had ever taken nude photos or, in his words, booby pictures. In another episode, he called his co-host a booth hoe. Okay, so here's the thing. Again, back with being so fucking sensitive... If it's a comedy show, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, have you ever taken booby pictures? It's like, wait a second. Like, are you going to, he got fucking canceled. I, and I haven't read the whole article, so I don't know all the details. I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing on here. But shit like that happens all the time where someone says something like, have you ever taken a booby photo? Dude, I've a, asked you on this podcast if you've taken a dick pic before. I know. It's, it's like, it, why can't. People just understand that people fucking talk and and we say shit and it's like we can say shit to each other because we trust one another and we have a relationship where we poke fun at one another and it's like comedy. It's fucking comedy. You know, so he called her a booth hoe. She probably called him a booth fuckhead or something Mm -hmm. like like, it's. And 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 so here's the, the bigger part of the problem with shit like that is that he succumbed. To the pressure. Yes. You right. know, if, if he's just like, wait a minute, this is bullshit. Like, yep. like all I said was booby pick to someone who I know well and I trust and we're having a good time and it's, a, it's all a comedy joke on a comedy-based podcast. No. Yeah. Somebody's got to be able to say, that's fucking stupid. Well, that's why this has continued is because everyone folds and tries to appease the mob mentality of cancel culture. And then if you're... You know what I mean? Like, as soon as you fold and you give them an inch, you fuck yourself. You think you're going to get through it, but you just screw yourself over by apologizing for nothing you need to apologize for. Well, right. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you're not going to fucking, and then after that, then what? Nobody's going to fucking hire him. Yeah. You know, who's going to hire that guy? He just admitted to being whatever. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, he's a huge name now. He really wasn't before. He's a huge name whose hat got thrown into the spotlight, and I, like I said before, I don't think he should have been there in the first place. And so I don't this know works why out, he's but there. for the wrong reasons. Right, exactly. It's like, we, it's like, fuck, we can't even talk. Yeah. And, I, and, and the other thing is, too, that was from 2013. So eight fucking years ago, right? So eight years ago, he'd said something on a comedy podcast. He was probably a whole different fucking person. Mm-hmm. Younger, stupider. You know, more brash, like, like, are we not allowed to mature? Are we not allowed to 
fucking like grow up a little bit, make some mistakes. I mean, come on. I think it depends on how useful you are to the mob. Uh, useful. Define useful. How do you mean? Um, like the mob mentality of certain things. Like if you have a use to further that agenda, then you will be forgiven. Um, so for instance, uh, who is the governor who wouldn't be clear on if he was in the KKK outfit or the blackface? Northam. Ralph Northam. I think he's Virginia or Ralph no- Northam. Is he that like little sawed off dude with the cowboy hat? I gotta look up now. Hang on a second. Oh, I you're fr- not supposed to say sawed off. I'm done. <laughs> Why can't you say sawed off? What does that mean? It's disparaging the short people. Really? Yeah. Huh. Can't say it. It's a new it's it's <laughs> Virginia. He's the governor of Virginia. Ralph Northam, huh? Yeah. Never fucking heard of him. So the dude this was like two years ago or three years ago, maybe even now when everyone was like, Oh, you're in blackface. And that, you know, that whole like thing was kind of coming. Yeah. to light. Mm-hmm. So pictures of this guy came to light from when he was in college. He agreed he was in the photo, but he wouldn't specify to in the photo was a white guy in blackface and a white guy in a KKK outfit at a Halloween party. Really? Yeah. And he goes, well, I'm one of those, but I don't know which one. So regardless, though, he's either in blackface or he was yeah. in a KKK outfit. And at the time, there was some calls for him to resign. But as a Democratic governor, he was still really useful. And so those kind of subsided. And he's still the governor of Virginia today. Really? Yeah. Even after that, because he was useful. He's useful to the he's useful to the left. Yeah, he the, was the like, people who are going to people ca- that are going to cancel, cancel, cancel him. Yeah, he still had some use. So, so yeah, because it's they forgiven, couldn't, they couldn't lose that governorship exactly. to, a, to a Republican. Exactly. So it was forgiven, and now at this point, obviously forgotten. See, that's the thing, man. It's so fucked up. It's 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 all manipulation. That's a great point. It's it's like how useful you are. That's a really really great point. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. But I mean, can you imagine who's the most hated governor right now from the left? DeSantis. DeSantis, yeah, from for Florida, sure. yeah, or the Texas guy Abbott. They're a- both, a- yeah, they yeah. both are hated. Cuomo's pretty fucking hated too. Cuomo resigned. Why well, no? But I mean, he he was. Well, well, so, DeSantis. Wait, wait, DeSantis is Florida. Who, who's who's California? Because that fucker fucked up too. Newsom, Newsom, yeah, he's that, on a recall. That guy. A lot but, of people hate that guy. Anyway, continue. But so with DeSantis, if if a picture of DeSantis showed up, either in well, he might be Hispanic, so this doesn't really apply, maybe. But in blackface or a KKK outfit, mm-hmm. do you think there's any chance he would still be governor of Florida? Um, No. Exactly. No. They would destroy him. Yeah. And how long did this Cuomo shit happen until finally it got to the point I where know. they ousted him? Yeah. It's like... I mean, the it, dude clearly covered up nursing home deaths. The dude clearly... And I shouldn't say clearly, because I shouldn't... I hate when people uh, do what you just did. Do what I just did, as in presume someone guilty without mm-hmm. actually a thing. Yeah. So, but he has multiple sexual it, abuse cases it, or the, assault cases. All all um, indications point towards his his uh, uh, guilt. Yeah. Or, without having a trial at this right, point. Right. Yeah. Think. And and not obviously we're as Mr. Michael Zoper pointed out so clearly. How do I know who he is? How mm-hmm. do I know what his life is? And he's, and and to that point, yeah, 
We're yeah. not there. We don't know him. We don't know the stories, you know, because there have been fucked up stories about people manipulating information to get somebody out of office when they didn't do anything. Right, right. So it's like, yeah. But, but anyways, there's been stories of his misconduct, mm-hmm. we'll say, yeah, for years. Yet last year at this time, he was deemed the best governor. He wrote a book on how to lead. He was praised by all these people because he was useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It it took how long and how much fucking shit to come up or be accused to finally be like, okay, yeah, this is probably going to be well. And he was a he was a powerful anti-Trump voice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he was he was very useful. And and it's just like, is there I wonder if there's a conversation between the Democratic Party and a guy like him where it's just like, fuck, dude, I don't know how much longer we can hold these people at bay. Like you got to like, what else do we need to know? Yeah, you know, it's like, is there anything else that's coming up? He's like, no, I swear to God, there's nothing else coming and up. Something else comes and up, and then something else comes up. Is like, motherfucker, like, okay, I guess, guess we can't do this anymore. I'm really sorry. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get you an island in the Caymans, <laughs> and uh, you can live out your days there. But I can't help you any more than that. And it's like, ah, okay, well, I suppose I can live with that. You know, it's like you know he's gonna get some kind of golden parachute, and he's oh, yeah, gonna dude. be taken care of. You know, yeah. but it's like now this Mike Richards guy. I don't know. I think maybe he's kind of fucked, you know, because yeah, because know. his 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 jury isn't a fucking political party, right? His, his jury is is like the masses. It's like the extreme left. Well, he doesn't have a use to that extreme left. Therefore, he's destroyed. Uh, yeah, um, but he's like he's not in a yeah he's not in a position. He's in a position of power, but not in a position of influence. Right. right. You know. So yeah, so he was an exec. Yep. You yeah, I mean maybe in a couple of years he gets signed onto a new show. Well, maybe what's his name came back that, that the dude reporter. who whacked off in the yeah thing. yeah he came back yeah he came back, but but so is 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 masturbating on a on a a, a a Zoom call by mistake is 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 bad to like the masses as like somehow becoming like a a, a sexist or um. You know what? What he's accused of is that worse? Like, it's yeah, like because like okay, so he came back. It's like well, I've got an issue. I right. went to seek help. I've got an issue. Like, but if you if you like if if you're an asshole, is there an is there is there seeking help to be not be an asshole? I'm not saying this guy is, but um, I'm like that's what they that he's he's like. I don't know. Did you ever follow? Like, what's the follow up on that country singer, Morgan Wallen? Yeah, did he's he, getting back on the air. Is he's he? getting back on the radio? Yeah, so yeah. He did. You know he. Said he was served sorry. his time. Yeah. yeah, he served his time. He, you know, and the thing about him though is like he is uh, uh, his fan base, like his personal fan base. They never wavered. Mm. You know, those people are like, "Fuck it, we're still buying his." So merch. he still. So as a record company, he's still profitable. His record company dropped him. Okay, so he lost his label, but like he had his own website. And there were still people that wanted to hear him sing, people that wanted to stand up for him and believed in him that he fucked up, but they're not going to cancel him, mm-hmm. right? Because he's like, he's part of that anti-cancel culture. Sure. You know, he's got to his out roots. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says that, but then he apologized for, well, what he said he, was kind he, of fucked up. He yeah. should have apologized. Yeah. It, th- That's I, true. I think there's a definition of like, you have to own what you say, you know? So like this, even this dude, just like he said, booby pics or whatever. And he's like, listen, you know, it's like, if that was offensive to somebody, like that wasn't my intent, you know. It's like 
we said it. It was fun. It was on the air. It was not with any malice or intent. And and I'm not going to take it back because it was a comedy show. But if it offended you, I'm sorry for that. But maybe you shouldn't be listening to a comedy program then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think there's a way to own who you are and what you say. And and like and like if you say something like what Morgan Wallen did when he was when he said that fucking joke, it's like you can own that without without saying like I'm a bad person. And I think what happens with the, these people that say, you're right, I'm fucking terrible, I said these terrible things, and I really, I, I apologize to the world, I'll, I'll never do it again. Like, you're you're admitting that you're, like, a total piece of shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like you're saying you're right and I'm wrong. And right. You're, you're right about who I am as a human. And it's just like, wait a minute, that there's no room for nuance, there's no room for mistakes. So Morgan Wallen apologizes, he should have. Yeah, well, in know? his case, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then, but yeah, he's making a comeback. And and it's like his his like core fan base never wavered, right. you know. Like they they probably say the same fucking jokes when they're drunk, you know. And it's just like it, it, everybody everybody deserves an opportunity to redeem themselves, you know. And uh, and I think that's a huge piece of why this see, it pisses me off. Like it really bothers me that like you know ev- even if someone is an asshole. It's like give them at least an opportunity to atone for what they did, and then and then like okay, so you got to go back to the drawing board. Maybe you got to start over. You got to figure it out. But like, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. This Mike Richards guy. It's just, yeah, I don't either. It's it's a uh, uh, what's that that fucking saying? We said it a few times that like uh, we live in a soft world. We have soft people in a hard world. Or what? What is it? Okay, something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soft so hard world makes, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, soft people make a hard world. Hard world makes hard people. Hard people make a soft world. Soft world makes soft people. So we're in a soft world full of soft people, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be some hardened motherfuckers are going to come out of this. You know that like people like you know uh, these people on the extremes. You know they're the ones that are going to be like. You know, making they're the ones that are going to be hardened to this. Uh, like they even listen to us talk. You know, like I'm hardened to this shit. You know, it's like it pisses me off. It's mm-hmm. so fucking stupid. It's like have a th- have a thick skin. So maybe I'm going to have a thicker skin. You know, maybe it's going to piss me off even more d- later in life when shit like that happens. It's like it's going to have an effect on everybody as we age. You know, what's it going to be like for our kids? You know what? What kind of generation are they gonna have? You know, yeah. It's like, uh, um, are they like, like my daughter? She's she's uh, uh, growing up in this, you know, uh, TikTok age and all this stuff, and like all of her stuff is like she sees a lot of stuff on the far left, you know, and and it's like feeding her into these these uh, really strong um, rooted feelings and like deep feminism and and and. Uh, and I'm not saying it's bad, but like deep fandom, deep feminism, deep anti-racism, uh, distrust of like the system, um, distrust of like uh, uh, of like anything that comes from right wing, anything ideas that come from like military, anything that comes from Republicans or conservatives. It's like no, it doesn't. Like that's wrong. We don't think that way. You guys are this. You guys are that. And and it's just like when I talk to her. It's like, let's find this place where, where 
those people are still people and their feelings are valid and they have good ideas. It's just like, just because they align with a different viewpoint than you doesn't mean that they're bad, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, but this polarizing, you know? And so, and so like many people from her generation, like they're polarized to the left, you know? And so it's like, what does that mean? You know, are we just going to just transfer power from the extremes from now on? We're going to do a fucking, are we going to do an Obama? Then we're going to do a Trump. Then we're going to do a Biden. Then who's fucking next? Ted Cruz, DeSantis, Mm -hmm. who the fuck is next? You know, and then who's after that? You know, it's like, and then for four to eight years, it's going to be a fucking pissing match, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're going to fucking wipe out all the progress that the other party made just because the other party made it, even if it's good shit, Yep. you know? And then the next year comes around, it's like, well, fuck you. You wiped out our shit. We're going to wipe out your shit. And it's just like, what the fuck, you know? One of the things that I am a little surprised about what Biden's doing is he's holding on to some of Trump's policies. It was like, huh, like he the Afghanistan policy, he's holding on to that. Which one? Pulling out of Afghanistan. That was Trump. Hmm. Trump wanted that. He's well, the one that he's the one that laid the groundwork for pulling out of Afghanistan on like the day he wanted to pull out. You know, it's like yeah, what I uh, he laid the groundwork with expectations that weren't upkept. Expectations by whom? By the Taliban. It's a fucking Taliban. Well, okay, but so <laughs> that didn't force Joe Biden to go in there and just. Pull the plug in immediacy. Okay, but the groundwork. I, so, I here's the thing. I think that, from what I understand, obviously I don't know shit when it comes down to like the fucking details of the pro or the of the process of how it all happened. But what I understand is that Trump laid the groundwork. They had an agreement. Trump and the leader of the Taliban. You know there was going to be. Uh, new laws like better care of women better care of children all these things were going to happen you know because i know that was one of his like main fucking talking points for a long time is he's the one that that made peace with the taliban Mm -hmm. you know and then with that process biden rolls in he's like all right you made peace with the taliban we're pulling out you know this is what we're gonna do so maybe they could have done a little bit fucking more uh a gradual or whatever i don't know but a we've fucking been there for 20 years so is there ever really a fucking good way to do it and b other than a, like a few like maybe 10 20 000 from what i understand from numbers of the afghan army of three hundred thousand, they all fucking laid down their guns mm-hmm. you know so it's like how's biden gonna know that these people we've been training for 20 fucking years are gonna be like all right i give up you know how's he know that because like, he had intelligence reports saying that it would happen. He had to, he did? Yeah. Where'd you read that? I didn't read that. Well, it was uh it was like July thirteenth or something was signed by all the chiefs saying that it will happen very quickly. That the Afghan army's gonna give up? Yeah, that that Taliban would take over the whole country. So what do you do in that situation? I don't know. Do you, do I you, wouldn't I wouldn't have pulled the plug in such a sense that or in such a quick fashion that would have left Americans and American allies in the position they're in now. I I agree with that, but how do you protect against that? Hmm? How do you I, 
like if I don't, I, I don't. If the fe- well, I don't, I don't have that answer either. The pr- so it depends on what the pr- purpose of being there is, because at the time, you know, weeks ago we had twenty five hundred troops there. It was costing us forty billion dollars a year to be there, but there hasn't been a U.S. casualty in a year and a half in Afghanistan. Okay, so. And frankly, things were seemingly from the outside not being there. Okay. Now, granted, clearly there's a Taliban force that was growing in power that whole time. Fuck yeah. Um, so, I, again, I actually don't have a problem getting out of there if things were left in place. Like, get everyone out and then basically surrender the country. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it happened in such a way that it was it turned into a shit show. It did turn into a shit show, a complete fucking shit show, and I don't disagree with that at all. Like there could have been, I, I feel like there 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 maybe had to have been a, a better way to like scale it back to like, do you go in and you let everybody that's part of your group that's in Afghanistan, the the Americans, the American allies, all those people, like here's the deal, you got six weeks to get your ass to Kabul because mm-hmm. then we're fucking we're, we got to go. Like this is our time frame. But the problem is, is that the fucking Taliban has intelligence too. They have fucking they they have computers. They watch the fucking news. They know what's going on just as much right. as we do. I mean, I think that's why they took over so quickly is because they were just waiting. They knew, you know, they're they're sitting there on the sidelines, maybe, maybe. fucking See, a million Taliban strong, waiting, and it's just like they knew. It's like, and maybe there was a slow recall because they said they started moving in like fucking uh, May. Yeah, the Taliban all- started taking over like small cities. Yeah, but they. But then the the pull from uh, the main portion, like, a lot of people didn't know it was going to happen. Like, it just happened. Like, it was like a flip of the switch. Like, we're out. Get out. And because they didn't want to, they didn't want to make it appear like the Afghan government was weak or anything like that. So they, that was their excuse for not, like, getting people out sooner. Well, that's the thing. They want to look, think about feelings. Well, they fucked over a lot of people. Yeah, they fucked over a lot of people. I think there's a lot of there's a obviously it's a complex situation. Maybe maybe like fucked over isn't without knowing the details. Maybe that's not like the best way to fucking say that they fucked people over because I don't know. I just there are a lot, of people, a lot of people. There are a lot of people that lives are in danger. Yep. But it's like the question is: at any given point in time, would their lives been in danger if they'd have done it any other way? You know, it's like I would imagine yes. Yeah, so so it's like, at, at what level of of like, like uh, 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 those people took on that role, they knew it was dangerous. They knew what they were getting themselves into. I'm, I'm not saying like that they deserve what they got. I'm just saying they went into this fucking war zone. They knew it was dangerous. It's a and they knew that at some point U.S. is going to pull out, right? So it's like the intelligence, whatever the fuck it is, maybe they didn't have the the communication that they should have had to get the fuck back to a safe place so they could get out when they should have. And that's where they, to your point, got fucked over, you know, because they got left maybe hanging high and dry in a situation where, where they shouldn't have. But I just wonder, like, I, 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 what, at what level is there a right way in a fucking shitstorm like that? Like... I don't know, but I could tell you there's a wrong way, and I feel like that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I, and, I should probably do more reading on it because I'm not going to say that I, I fucking. No. I, I I don't agree with the way things happen, 
but I, I would, I, I would also like to understand better that there's more nuance to it, to the whole situation than what I fucking obviously I would know like or to, don't know. I would like to think that from the limited things I have read that are coming out now is that it was relatively obvious it was going to happen this quick and it still happened. And to go on air national TV as a president, say we plan for every contingency then no. Cause this fucking happened. Yeah. But that's what presidents do. You, they, they go on, you they go on blatantly the fucking, lie. Yeah. Fucking Trump did it all the time. I'm not saying he didn't. I, I'm just saying didn't, I, that's what they do. You can't trust Biden any more than you trusted Trump. Right? No, but I think Biden just does what the fuck he wants to do without listening to anybody. And how is that different? We just talked about that. You got the fucking extreme on one end and extreme on the other end. How is that different? I feel like Trump had said a lot of stupid shit, but at least as far as policy goes, like listened. He didn't listen to shit. He routinely, routinely skipped his fucking intelligence meetings. He didn't go. He didn't trust his fucking intelligence community. He made decisions with him and his fucking daughter and Jared Kushner. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. I. I think th- regardless, this is a <laughs> fucked up situation. I think the the time of blaming Trump is it. it I'm not, yeah, okay, that's fair. I'm not, I wasn't blaming Trump for what happened. Right. When I said it was Trump's plan, I'm just saying Trump laid the groundwork with the Taliban for us to pull out. Sure. That was, that's a fact. Sure. You know, he sat down, created this, the, the whatever uh, 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 structure of the deal that, that we're pulling out. And he said, we're going to pull out on September 11th. I remember. So, that was his plan it's all along. It's a horrible along. day to pull out. I know. It's fucking dumb. It was, oh. like, it was like some kind of... Like, That's almost a disservice to the day. It is. It was, it was like a fucking swinging dick move. Like he thought it was going to be a thing. So either way, they set it up, the Trump administration, for the pullout of, Af- of, of our troops from Afghanistan. He laid the groundwork. I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying that it's his fault the way it ended up. I'm just saying like he was the one that honestly, like we... We shouldn't be still there. We should. Yeah, but be. Obama, oh, that was Obama's pitch too when he ran. I know, but he didn't get it done. I know. And so with knowing that, knowing that Obama pitched it, mm-hmm. Trump pitched it, Biden pitched it, Obama and Trump didn't do it. I, I understand Trump laid groundwork, but he didn't do it. So right. therefore, I feel like there had to have been some level of intelligence because they knew it was going to be a fucking disaster. Exactly. Yeah. But at what point, how many fucking years, how many presidencies are you going to go through and deal with this fucking disaster that's sucking $40 billion a year out of our economy? How, how so long are you going bil- to do, do that? So well, then the question becomes $40 billion a year, which we're just throwing away that kind of money anyways. Okay. We we're are. Not ta- I, we, but, we are, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about tw- minimal for 20 years we've been doing this. Minimal recently 20 not, yeah 20 years ago was different 20 years ago was not 2000 10 years ago was different exactly so in today's moment minimal soldiers 2500 zero deaths in a year and a half mm-hmm. and there has not been an official uprise at least of terrorist attacks from the taliban so is 40 million dollars with minimal Troops and no casualties worth billion dollars. Or yeah, I'm sorry, forty billion dollars. Minimal troops, zero casualties in a year and a half. Worth maintaining quote control and not having a Taliban force 
rule over Afghanistan, both for the terrorist aspect and for women's rights, I would just say, because already you see stories like it's still happening and you see women can't go, or girls can't go to school already and all yeah. this other shit. Okay. So when you wade into those waters, the fucking atrocities that are happening in other places in the world, why aren't we there? Why aren't we in North Korea? Why the fuck aren't we in China? Like we're not doing any shit over there. Fucking North Korea, there's the people are literally starving to fucking death on the streets every fucking day. Very little true. babies, little kids, adults. They get fucking executed at random. Like it's fucking genocide over there. What are we doing with that? Nothing. True, but we haven't spent 20 years trying to build something. So if you spend if you spend 20 years I don't know, fuck. Cleaning your teeth. Yeah. You clean your teeth every day and you spend all this time and energy cleaning your teeth. One day you're just going to be like, well, I'm done doing this and then rip your fucking teeth out. I feel Uh, what I'm trying to say is I get what you're saying. We spent all the money and the time. We spent the American lives because Mm -hmm. plenty of casualties for this shit. And then we just pulled the plug. Okay. That's my opinion. That's my opinion on the appearance of it. Okay, so... And that's without knowing the details, of course. Yeah, so here's here's an analogy, okay? Let's say you got a couple. They get married. 20 years ago, they get married, okay? They get married, and it's, it's pretty fucking crazy and wild, but they have a few kids, right? And it's, like, fucking traumatic, and some bad shit happens, and someone goes to fucking jail, someone becomes a drug addict, someone, you know... Is beating the kids, and it's really bad. Like, domestic, all this stuff, it gets fucking terrible, right? The kids grow up, they're in really rough shape, but they're adults now, and they move out of the house, and now it's just mom and dad are still sitting at the house, and you know what? They fucking hate each other. They don't like each other anymore, but they still live together, and they're still fucking married, but they're miserable as fuck. And every fucking year, they spend another year of their fucking lives in this house with someone they fucking hate, and they don't want to be there. Nobody thinks they should be together. The families don't want them to be there, but they're still fucking there. And it's like, is there a point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to live the rest of my fucking life. I'm, I'm going to like, okay, I'm miserable. This isn't the way of my life is supposed to go. You know, I was never supposed to be living this kind of life. Mm-hmm. You know, do you ever pull the plug on that? In that case, yeah, but I don't think that's, I think what you're missing in this, that analogy is that I think the Afghan people still wanted us there. They had a military built on American intelligence, an American air force, American subsidies. Of course they wanted us there. Yeah. So it's not a relationship of we don't want to be there and they don't want us there. No, 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 no. So I'm, I'm saying with your analogy. analogy. Okay. So, so like, I don't think it was like at that. Who's the Afghan people in my analogy? Is it the fucking landlord who you, you're renting the house from? I mean, who's... No, that, that's what I'm saying, is yeah. I don't think the Afghan people were in your analogy. So No, they weren't, but... So, it's like, of course they want us there. We're keeping them safe from fucking that Taliban and Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Of course they want us there. Why wouldn't they want us there? But at, at, some, at some level, it's like, do you ever... Like, is there ever going to be a point where you can, like... You spend 20 years and I don't know how many trillion dollars right. in training them to become them oh, their own selves, you know, their own country. Like, that's not our country. Like, I'm all about helping other countries. I think it's great. We should help people when we can. But how long do you help somebody before, after a while, all you're doing is coddling them? How, how long does it take 
for you to decide, for a country to decide like us that we're helping somebody? How long does it take for us to say, okay, we got to kick you out of the nest because we got to see if you can fly? Because like we got other people that need okay. help. That's fair, and I don't disagree with that. But again, the way we set up the help was we were, you know, the we trained them or we set up the system that was frankly reliant on like a U.S. Air Force. Like one of the things that was reliant on is they could call in U.S. drone strikes yep. or U.S. intelligence. And so we said, okay, we're going to help you but you can no longer use what we trained you to do. We, you, you no longer have access to the mercenaries you who can, you who don't, can, you don't know that's the only training they got. I mean, but we if don't that's know a major that. part, if that's a major part of your system, if your system is airstrikes and mm -hmm. air support and mechanics for all the Blackhawk helicopters you gave us. Right. And we say, okay, you no longer have mechanics. You no longer have our air force. You just did, took away. Didn't they, didn't they train people there to work on those fucking helicopters? No, they had fucking mercenaries that they pulled, and then they told the mercenaries they had to leave. That or the contractors, the contractors, excuse me, not mercenaries. But they didn't train anybody. No, in they, Afghanistan to do any of that shit. No, they had to. They had Afghani's on Zoom calls with contractors in the United States trying to fix Blackhawk helicopters through Zoom. Okay, so how'd they fix them before, though? Before fucking Zoom? They had contractors in in, in Afghanistan. Okay, so so they were just, like, untrainable people. There had to have been some form of point where they's like, okay, we have to teach these people how to operate on the shit if we're ever going to You would have thought, leave. but from what I understand, and again, I don't right. know the facts. From I, what I understand is it was designed in such a way that was, frankly, relatively reliant on United States contractors and military personnel to support them, and then we pulled all the support. And maybe because we had created a system where we wanted them to rely on us so we could have their, their resources. Maybe. Because they got it, fucking again, uranium deposits or some shit out there, or right. oil or whatever. Yeah. So and, and I don't dis that's totally fucking, yeah. that's totally plausible yeah. that as the United States of America, we're going to abuse our ability to support somebody so we can get you know, a, a, a grip on their resources. Yeah. So then they always need us, yeah. you know? And it's like, at some point in time, maybe we just decided that like somebody grew a fucking conscience and was like, okay, so you know what? Like people yeah. don't want our military over there anymore. And, and it's not, you know, we, it's like the oil isn't worth it anymore. Maybe because we're doing our own fucking drilling here and we don't need our oil as much. Maybe something along the lines of it probably, it always comes well, down to a dollar. Used in this case, <laughs> it always comes down to a dollar. I know. Long story short, I think, I think pre pulling out, the majority of America was for pulling out, because a lot of oh yeah, I mean nobody obviously, I, obviously uh, Trump, Obama, and Biden have all ran on the platform that they're going to pull out. Yeah. So I just think now it turned into the fact of how it was done turned into such a shit show that it created. Well, a, yeah. And here's the and here's the part of it, right? That that like. I don't like the end result for sure. I just, I just, the, my, my wonder is, is that was there ever going to be a way that we could pull out of Afghanistan that wasn't messy, you know, that wasn't like that. Like, like, I just don't know. It's like, I feel like it, if it's a shit show, it's a shit show. It's a shit show. And, and any way of pulling out, like we've been trying to pull out for years and, and, and like you said, every president before this, 
knew it was going to be a shit show, so they didn't want it on their watch. You know, they didn't want to be the one to pull out because they knew it was going to be a fucking disaster. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's like somebody had to do it, right? So is is it's like it's Biden, and he's taking the fucking heat for it, and he's gonna, mm -hmm. you know. But it's like somebody had to, somebody had to be willing to be like, all right, I'll shoulder the shit show, you know. Because, like, otherwise, it's just going to be a perpetual talking point. We're going to get out. We're going to get out. We're going to get out. But nobody ever does because it's too fucking risky. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's a valid point. So, and, and it's like, I don't know. It's I'm not saying fucking Biden's great. I'm not saying everything he did is great. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Eventually, I mean, I somebody, suppose. It, yeah. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, and if you're going to be, frankly, a one-term president. One term, he's going to be there two years. <laughs> Fucker's well, going to... Well, he's not going to seek re-election, is my point. No, I know. I think... I don't even know if he's going to make it to full term. I don't either. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I got to piss, man. All right, bro. Let's take a break. Yeah. This got heated. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> I like it. They're going to be full... How long do you think they're going to try to do that shit? For the next three years? On Biden? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the fucking, they gave a hell of a run against Trump with it. Yeah, I think this is the first, is this the first time against Biden? Yeah, I think this is the first time they talked about it against Biden. I mean, probably because it's such a fucking major thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and honestly, to date, like, other than his weird fucking ticks and sniffing and shit like that, like, he hasn't really done anything to where they could say he right. could pull the 25th on him. Right. But with this, which is still a fucking stretch, well, you know, I I mean, I think the ABC interview is not going to help his case. I didn't see the ABC interview. What's that? So they did an ABC interview, and uh, ABC cut out, like, I think, what did it say? Like, a thousand words from the interview that Biden said. A thousand? Yeah. How did they do that? Just like, through was editing. It written or video? No, it was video. It was like an in-person. It, it must it must have got bad. Like, at one point, uh, the ABC interviewer was like, what do you think about, you know, people falling from your helicopters as they leave Afghanistan because they're holding onto the wheels? Yeah. And it was at the time it was two days ago and Biden's response was that was four or five days ago. It's like, what? <laughs> that that's your response? <laughs> is that it was four or five days ago, so people clinging to United States planes is Yeah, not you know. So I think but and that was air. That was the aired part. So wow. I can't. If they cut out like a thousand words, I don't even know. Yeah, that's he. He's obviously cognitively impaired. Yeah, it's it's um he he got in there under false pretenses. He's cognitively impaired. I don't think anybody in the Democratic Party like really thinks he's going to make it four terms. Like no, like I, the honest Democratic Party. I'm not saying Democrats. Like I think that like he's not Trump. And a lot of people are really happy about that, yep. you know, and it's like, for sure. that, and, and like he is fighting for some democratic ideals. And, and, and so I think re a lot of people are really ha happy about that because he's, I mean, he's a fucking talking head really, Yeah, I think, you know, like he doesn't have the, the power doesn't really lie on his shoulders, you know, well, to some extent well, he has the executive order power, but I mean, how much of that shit is even just what he's being told? You know, is he really the fucking... He's not the mind behind the oh, executive God, orders. No. no, he's being told this is what we're going to do. You know, he's um, just... He's, yeah. a, he's a puppet. 
Yeah, so I think he'll last as long as he's, frankly, useful. <laughs> exactly. He's going to be told. He's going to be like, all right, I think it's time yeah. for you to have a stroke. But I'm going to cut all that out. So You're going to cut what out? What we just talked about. Why? Because we don't need to sit here and bash the president. I'm not trying to bash him. I'm just saying, like, I just, I think with any president, most presidents are all talking heads. Like, most of the shit that gets done is, like, it's it's the people around them that are committees and all these things and are coming to them. And it's just like, this is what we're going to do. Look at Bush. See, I, I don't mean, remember Bush. He had so, Dick Cheney. Got him. Got him into <laughs> Did Dick Cheney fucking shoot someone with a shotgun? <laughs> he fucking shot somebody with <laughs> a shotgun. Duck hunting or yeah. something like that. Um, but have you ever seen that Bush documentary? No. Oh my God. Yeah. He was like a, he was Cheney's puppet. Oh really? Yeah. Like when we got into the fucking war in Iraq and all that I couldn't shit. Vote. I could not vote at that time. So I yeah, was really see, not into it. I voted for Bush cause I liked the guy. Like I liked, I liked what he said. I was young, yeah. you know, I was like, and I was just like, Oh, he seems like a pretty cool guy. You know, like, yeah, I'll vote for him. My wife was so pissed at me. She's like, you voted for Bush. Cause she voted for. Where the fuck she voted for Mondale or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got in this big argument because it's like uh, my, my ex-wife, my wife at the time. Um, and I was like, yeah. She's like, well, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> we just canceled ourselves out. I'm like, well, it's, that's, it's, that's it's the, the way it works. Yeah. You know, it's the way it works. So, but it was like, yeah, but it's like he was, you know, Janie was in Halliburton. Halliburton was the fucking war machine. And he's like, oh, we're going to Iraq. There's WMDs. And it's like, there was no fucking WMDs. Hmm. It's all bullshit. Like, the whole fucking war was total bullshit. We got in it for the money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fuck yeah. They made so much fucking money, man. Oh, my God. There was no reason for us to be in Iraq. They said, Saddam Hussein's murdering all these people. And he wasn't doing all that. Hmm. Like, he's a he was an evil dictator, but he wasn't, like, doing the shit that we said he was doing. So we'd go start bombing him. It was like it was all that, about that, the money. It is all about the money. I think so the first time anyway, I voted was for Obama. I think it was his first term too. Was it? I think I just yeah. turned eighteen. So just to be perfectly clear, I totally voted for Biden. I did, and I voted for Biden because he was not Trump. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be totally honest about that. Like Biden wasn't somebody who inspired me. You know, he's he's not an inspirational president to me. You know, he was, he was the lesser of two evils. And, and it's like, even, even when Hillary and Trump were, were battling it out, like I didn't want Hillary to win. I wanted Bernie Sanders to win, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, but I didn't want Trump to win even more than I didn't want Hillary to win. I don't know what this world would look like if Hillary would have gotten charged because she's an evil bitch. I did not vote, uh, in that election. Man, am I going to get in trouble for calling Hillary an evil bitch? Probably. Probably. She'll probably have you murdered. <laughs> she probably will. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm gonna, it's like my whole plane's going to go down on the way to Seattle next week. Yeah. Yeah, I made the choice. Uh, I wasn't inspired by either one, and I chose Joe Jorgensen. vote. Oh, you didn't vote? Mm-mm. See, I got so much grief for not voting from a very politically charged uh, person I know. She was like, you're just wasting your votes. I'm like, like, you're just telling me that because you want me to vote who you want me to vote for. You want to try and like well, persuade me to vote. Some people, though, feel like, I'm not saying that person does, because I feel like if you don't vote, it's a waste to vote, only because what the fuck did we fight for for so long? Like, even, even if you vote for uh, Joe Jorgensen of the Independent Party, 
it's like at least at least you're you're using the voice that you that people fought for the right for you to have like that's the i like there are people out there i'm one of them included like like when i found out like uh, my son didn't vote two years the two like uh, when he could he could he could have voted in the trump hillary one mm. and he's like i just didn't vote and it's like why you know it's like at least i th- i think it's every citizen's right in this country to do a little bit of research and understand who's who's running their country now like yeah see i think so how it worked for me is my first election i voted obama second election so Obama's second term, I ended up voting libertarian. The, oh yeah, libertarian is not independent. I was uh, Joe Gorgon, Joe Jorgensen was libertarian, I think. I, yeah, anyway. So so Obama's second term, I who voted. was it though? I don't even remember. Who was libertarian? It, it, it was uh, Obama and um, uh, 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 Romney, right? Romney, Romney. Yeah, yeah. So I voted. I ended up voting third party on that. And then uh, I don't know. It was pointless. We're in a two party system. Was that twenty twelve? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm just curious who the libertarian candidate was in 2012. Um we are a two-party system. It's it's bullshit. Um Gary Johnson was a libertarian candidate. Sounds right. I don't remember. Governor of New Mexico, um Yeah, former Republican Libertarian Party. Um Yeah, Gary Johnson. I don't even know who Gary Johnson is. You probably got, I don't remember. It's, yeah. It was a while ago. That's you probably the, got like 0.04% yeah, percent Joe Jorgensen, same thing. But after that, it's like, yeah, I appreciate the right to vote, but it, it, it there's no point. Just because I don't want to vote for these two major choices. And so then the next next election was Trump, Hillary. I'm like, fuck both these people. Mm-hmm. And there's no point in me voting third party just to say I voted. Because it, until there's more people who take the mindset of we want to make this a three-party system or have more options, then it, mm-hmm. it's just I, they well, felt useless. Yeah. It felt useless. I, I, I And I understand that. I understand that. And and it's like I don't think people should vote just to say they voted because it's like then you're doing it for other people. It's like it, it's like if you're um, – like I vote because I feel like – even even if there's no fucking options that I like, I vote because I feel like um, you know I've like we've earned this this very special right, and and I feel like I'm doing a disservice to, for me, like to to like the people who fought, mm-hmm. the people who who fucking grinded and and went through all the fucking muck and mire and the bullshit to give me the opportunity to vote, you know it's like. That's, I guess that's where I come from. It's not for anybody else. Yeah, because no, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's not for anybody else for sure. Because fuck them, like it. What do they care? You know, it's just like they should worry about themselves. Yeah, you know, it's like because you're right. They only care because you didn't vote for their candidate. Right. Yeah, and that's bullshit. Yeah, and you don't. Yeah, that's not a right thing. That's you just want to win your fucking yeah, election. Yeah, that's not about rights. That's about that's about you know voting and then just so we'll be the rebellion i have the right not to vote yeah what's what's the uh word divergence you're gonna you're gonna be (laughs) you're gonna be a divergent well if Mm. we stopped getting these polarizing people that were just fucking idiots i know i know it's uh 
like on both, and all, like on all sides. I'm saying well, yeah, that on all sides. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, and, and I and I know I know you. I know. And that. I say that, frankly, with the utmost respect, because in some level or capacity, I'm, they're all way smarter than me. Like I actually don't have a doubt on that. You can't tell me, even if you hated him, you can't tell me that in some level Trump is actually kind of smart to be able. Oh, to, yeah, he's a smart guy. Yes, yeah. yeah. And and so and same with Hillary and same with fucking Biden. So I when I call them fucking idiots, I'm not saying that mental capacity like they're dumb. I'm just saying like I don't like them. Yeah, I. So I feel like, like, they're just in a unique position, and have been for a good portion of their life to be surrounded by all the right people. That's what I think. I think that that they've been groomed and and over over time to become this person that and 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 with that comes this whole other group of people to support you as this person. So like when Trump came into his position, like he ran as a lark, right? But then the Republicans were like, "Fuck, we could do this." You know, so then they all came around him mm-hmm. and they lifted him up and elevated him to a point where where he was a contender. I think alone, Trump wouldn't have been a contender. I think if it was just Donald Trump, the fucking celebrity apprentice right. host, I don't think he had what it took to be a contender with the, until the Republican Party was like, hey, maybe we fucking got something here. you know. And then so they rallied. And if you take all of those minds, all of those powerful people and people with influence and, and power and money and and frankly, a high level of intelligence in that arena to come together to support one person, it's going to make that person, you know, one of the smartest people in the world because it's a collective. You know, it's like... If they take the advice of those people. Well, if they take the advice of those people, you know, but it's like, obviously Trump took the advice of of the Republican Party on how to get him there. You know, I think he did what he wanted to do once he was there. You know, but I think that he took the advice on on how to get there. Yeah, I think there's some some policy from Trump's standpoint that actually aligned really well with Republicans. Mm. Um, it was really just the like I feel like when Trump was on a written teleprompter, like if he just read the fucking teleprompter, yeah, and he kept his policies, there's a good chance he probably would have got reelected. Oh yeah, absolutely. He actually was in line with Republicans. Mm-hmm. It was all the stupid stuff of opening his mouth without oh, yeah. someone t- writing what he should have said. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked himself. Putting, yeah, oh, for sure. Because um, there were so plenty of things. I mean, I guess in a sense, that's that's Joe Biden right now, right? He just right. reads what people tell him to read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's and I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like as a as a cognitive, intelligent human being, if Joe Biden didn't have all the powerful people and influential people and intelligent people around him to help him say what he says and do what he does, he wouldn't be able to to lead this country. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would. I don't I think that there has to be all the systems in place for one person to be able to do it. Now Obama I think that his intelligence and his awareness and his uh uh, uh whatever uh, ability to manage difficult situations with calm like he was an inspiring guy oh yeah you know he he was very charismatic he was very uh 
Yeah. Well demeanored. He was yeah. Yeah. Well spoken. He was a he was a leader that people wanted to very, believe. Yeah. He was presidential. Yeah, he was very presidential. Like he's when he stepped up to a podium, people wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah. People wanted like he gave people something to believe in. You know? And it's like I think that's the difference. Like he was polarizing, but not to the degree Um Yeah. We are now. Agreed. There you know, you can listen to some uh, conservative arguments that he was actually kind of divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. He had he, policies that were divisive, and and some of his his talking points alone, like, were divisive in themselves, and kind of started the whole, you know, really just starting a bigger divide. And then that, frankly, is how we got to Trump. Trump was a nephew to the oh, system. Oh, yeah, absolutely he was. And the Republicans ran with it because that's how he, they were going to win is right. a lot right. of people want to say, fuck the system. Yep, absolutely. And then we got, then we got that. You so. know, so, like, um, what I, it'd be interesting to know, and this is something that I'll never know, I'm sure. Maybe it'll come out in some secret files in 50 years when I'm yeah. 90. Um, but, like, uh, Obama and Biden, when they were, in office, they talked a lot about how, like, um, because the Republican controlled the House, getting anything passed or anything done was always, like, fucking impossible. You know, it was like Mitch McConnell wasn't going to allow anything to get through. He had a, he had a death grip on the House, and he wasn't going to allow the shit. Like, when it came to uh, Supreme Court appointments, when it came to a lot of the health care, he did get Obamacare going because he pulled some people from the Republican side on that. But for, like, so much of the bullshit that they tried to, not bullshit, so many of the, the things they tried to pass, they couldn't get anything done. Like, Obama, like, for all the things he wanted to get done and for all the ideas he had, like, they got not much done, mm-hmm. really, in eight years. Like, they could have gotten so much more done. And, it, like, I know, like, with Biden in this infrastructure plan, to his credit, he's like, okay, so here's the deal. I understand that if we push the party line, we're never going to get anything done. So so we need to figure out a way to concede more than we did when Obama was president. We, cause, and so he got his infrastructure deal passed because he conceded a lot. He started Passed out, by the Senate, right? Did it pass the House? It did. It did, but they conceded. Like he started out with like four trillion dollars, mm-hmm. and it got down to less than two. Right, and it was like, uh, and he conceded all this stuff for schools and all this stuff for healthcare. Like all that stuff got wiped out of the plan, you know. But at the end of the day, he was still. Anyway, from what I understand, they were happy with what got done because something got done. Yeah, you know, and it was like, but he he said he knew that they would. Like when Obama was president, they would battle for months and months and months over a bill and just try to push back and forth. And it was a pissing contest the whole time. And, and the Republicans had the House, so they couldn't do anything. They couldn't get it passed. There was nothing they were going to do to break the gridlock. And they weren't willing to concede half of the bill in order to get something passed. And Biden's like, okay, well, we're going to have to concede some shit to get things passed. Yes. I was just going to say there's a a giant asterisk to that. I'm sure there is. The asterisk is that they moved everything they conceded to the reconciliation bill. And then for the longest time, Pelosi, the Democrat of the house wouldn't vote on the infrastructure bill unless she had guaranteed, unless they voted on the reconciliation first to ensure that everything that wasn't in the 
infrastructure bill got passed through reconciliation. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it was kind of shady until actually some Democratic senators said, eh, that seems... But did the did the reconciliation bill, bill get passed? See, I don't think so. I don't think they, they came up with it yet, which is why I was surprised. So this, I knew the Senate had passed the infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the House was going to take it up until reconciliation came first to ensure everything got done. So when you said the House passed... Yeah, it got passed. There was so. like, I think I read there was like 12 or 13 Republicans that voted for it, the, the uh, infrastructure bill. Yeah, and but in the House or the Senate, that's my question. The House. Okay. Because Democrats have the Senate. No. Republicans have, well, the, the Senate is split 50-50. Yes, 50-50. So essentially, it's 50 Yeah. 50-50. Yeah, I got or, those two backwards. Yeah, that's my bad. I got those two backwards. So Democrats have the House now. Yeah. They they got the House back because Republicans had the House. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Who's the, who's the head of the House? Pelosi. Pelosi's the head of the House and Mitch McConnell's the head of the Senate? I thought it was... Is he I still? Th- yeah. I thought it was the other way around. No. So what happened was in this, uh, last, in this last election, so last cycle with Trump, uh, Democrats had the House... They lost seats at this last election, but they retained House. And then Republicans had the Senate, and they lost seats, and now it's like a split 50-50, which essentially retains Republican control, I think, because nothing can be done on a split vote. Well, on a split split vote, I think it goes to the VP. The current leaders of the Senate are Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. Yeah, so it's because it's split 50-50. Okay. See, that's the thing. It's, yeah. I don't know shit. I no, mean, totally. I know I know a little bit of shit, but I don't know shit. But it's like, yeah, it's... So, they pulled 14 Republicans then. Yep. Or, or 12 or 14 or something like that. Yeah, so the infrastructure bill passed the Senate. I knew that. Again, if it passed the House, great. At last I looked, Pelosi wasn't going to take it up in the House unless they passed reconciliation. But the problem was that reconciliation was... They just added everything to reconciliation that wasn't in the infrastructure... And therefore, basically blackmailing, saying we're not going to pass the infrastructure bill unless we can pass reconciliation, which defeated the whole purpose of negotiating down the infrastructure. So it just turns into fucking politics. We can stop talking politics, man. We're two hours in. Wait, no one wants to listen to this shit. I, I, I understand. I understand. We just got onto a little fucking hot button roll, and and it's and to me, it's very interesting because it's very relevant right now. For and, sure. And. Yeah, it's like yeah. So we don't have to con- no. We don't have to continue to talk about it. What do you want to talk about? I, What's next? I got a new belt. Fuck. I'm not wearing it today. You're kidding me. No, but <sighs> tell me about your new belt, bro. So it's a grip six belt. You ever seen these? No. What's a grip? Well, what? The- I'm not wearing it, so I apologize. I don't know. What I'm talking about it, but so it's it's like a a minimalist belt. Maybe is what it would be called. Minimalist. But, okay. So it doesn't have like your traditional like leather holes with the whole buckle thing. It's literally the buckle is just like a piece of aluminum and then the belt goes around and it like, it makes a really clean look and I got them yesterday and I wore one yesterday and I really like it. Oh, I got, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. The grip six belt. Um, is it just, is it the belt or is, is it the belt that's the grip six or is it the buckle? It's the buckle. It's the buckle. So, but it comes, I mean, it comes with that. Sure. But how does it, how does it, ooh, you can get an American flag grip six belt. You get all kinds of things if you want. Damn, Canada I just flag. got black. <laughs> There's all kinds of cool shit. Sharks, a buffalo. I want the one with the buffalo, bro. 
That'd be fucking sweet. They got wood grain. Yeah, dude. They, I mean, Damn. some of that shit gets too expensive. You got to go with the basic anodized aluminum. I mean, men's craftsman buckle for an inch and a half strap, 34 bucks. That ain't crazy. Not if you have the strap already. Yeah, how much is a strap? I don't know. I got a, I bought a belt that had a strap already. I wonder if they offer you, okay, I'm going to hit uh, buy now. And it, usually they'll say, do you want to add this? You know, uh, no, they don't even give you an offer to fucking add it. So how does it work? So on the, the one side of the actual belt, not the buckle, it's got like this little aluminum blocker and you pull it through the. So essentially, I'm trying to explain this, but everyone's audio, so it doesn't help. The buckle itself is like a rectangle with two slots on the sides, right? And so on one side, you pull through the belt, and then when you come back, whoa, Mike's watching a commercial. No, it's not a commercial. I'm looking. To, I apologize. You keep going. I'm, I'm watching the video. I'm trying to figure this out. So you, you pull it through, so the belt's on one side, and then it has a little block backer, so it stops it from going all the way through. And then you put it through your belt buckle, or your belt loops on your pants, and then on the other side, you actually tuck it behind through the other thing oh. and it just uses like a friction fit but it sticks man it, it's super basic it's super basic there's, there's like no complicated mechanical no it's just and a it piece sticks. of steel with a hole in each end yeah and the, and the belt buckle itself is like super thin so like it doesn't like dig into your fat yeah belly. i fucking hate that nice and i don't have to worry about drilling new holes in my butt and you don't have that stupid fucking length of belt sticking yeah. out. like. Well, so you still get a, a little bit of length, but it tucks in behind right. it, and it's, like, hidden. Yeah. yeah, well, but, like, with a, like, okay, so I've always struggled buying belts. So know, because I. It's and like, that's why it's I like, end up getting these. When you go to the rack, and you see, like, okay, so I got a 36-inch waist. If I go to the rack, and it's got a 32-inch waist, I mean, do I buy the 32-inch belt? No, you got to go up, right? Right, I think. But it's, like, it, that's stupid. If it's If it's, like... You sh- I think they should say the belt should be the same inches as your as your waistline. It's like if you buy a thirty two inch pant, you buy a thirty two inch belt. I think the I th- yes, and I think the middle of the holes should be that point so that you get like an inch either way. Right, exactly. Yeah, you should have a little bit of room. Right. So and then with the belt, if it's too long, then you got this yeah. big fucking thing hanging out, flopping around. If it's too short. Then it, it's like... It looks goofy. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. You know, because you got this little stubby thing, and it's not long enough to get to your belt loop. Yep. So then it pokes out. Yep. You know, you can't cut it, because once you cut it, you fuck the end of the belt up. You know, I have... um, I, I got one of them stretchy belts mm. for that exact reason, because it was like, it bothered the fuck out of me, that the weird belt thing. But it's still... The point still goes out the front, but inside my belt buckle is a bottle opener, which is kind Ooh, of fucking fancy. cool. So I can I can open my belt and then open a bottle with my junk area, you know. <laughs> it's, the funny thing is though, is I only tried to use it once. It's a fucking pain in the ass. Is it? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. So that's a specialty belt. No, so I was yeah I was looking at belts and I don't rip know. six. I'm gonna have to order me one of those. That's fucking cool looking, man. I it, liked it. And what I like, and it's smart, is that. You could fucking switch out your belt buckle. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you want to, I've been, I've been, I've been dreaming. I haven't actually begun. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I bought a couple new t-shirts. 
I'm trying to be a little more fashionable. This isn't one of them. Oh, well, <laughs> that that one looks good. I've it's, never it's seen a, you wear that. It's a nice shirt. I bought this in Austin, Texas. I gathered. It says um, Austin, Texas um, on it. But yeah, so uh, it's a comfortable shirt. I like it a lot. But so um, uh, my, was funny. My kid told me, my son Connor, he's like, you got to buy shirts from this company called Tentry. And uh, I'm like, okay, what's this, what's the why? And he's like, first off, they're fucking awesome shirts. They're really comfortable. And for tall guys like us, if if uh, I can't wear a regular shirt because it um, it's just too short. So mm-hmm. when I pick up my arms, my belly's sticking out. Sure. And, and so um, I got to get these shorts that's either a large tall or, or a company that makes shirts that don't shrink. Um, and Tentree shirts don't shrink. Um, but they also, um, they... With every shirt you buy, they plant 10 trees. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like... Hence um, the name. Hence the name, 10 trees. And so they've got, like, all these different kinds of shirts, and they're, they're pretty cool, and a lot of them have, like, environmental messages on them, but they're so fucking comfortable. So anyway, I've just been on this thing lately. Like, I want to, like... I want to feel like I fucking care about what I look like. Sure. You know, like, I want to have, a like, maybe a little bit of fashion. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, high fashion or anything, but I've just noticed myself, like... And I see dudes that like were, are dressed well. It's like ah, I why don't I fucking try a little harder, you know, to like look good. Like all week long, I wear the same fucking clothes. I go to work. I wear my work pants and my work shirt and my work hat for four days a week, ten hours a day. When I get home, I pair, change into a pair of shorts, and they're usually fucking cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, maybe I'll try a little harder. You know, it's like I want to like, I want to look good. You know, and so it's like um. But I don't know when I go to a store, I'm fucking lost. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like I'm I'm looking around like I don't know what goes with what. Like I saw this dude the other day as a client of mine. He's fucking popping. Like he had a, a nice pinstripe sh- shirt, but it was really understated. And his like he had these like pastel shoes. They matched his pastel belt. And I'm like, fuck, dude, you look fly, man. And he's just like, thanks. And it's like. I want to look like that, but I get to the <laughs> store and I'd be like, I'm not buying them fucking shoes. Those are ugly. Yeah. You know, it's well, that's like, the problem. I, you see it on something you're like, Oh, that looks nice. And you're like, there's no fucking way I'd wear that. I would if I had it, but I have a hard time buying it. Yeah. You know, when I get to the store, it's like, I don't want to spend the money on pastel shoes. Cause like, when am I going to wear pastel shoes? You know, yeah, that's true. It's like, it's like, am I going to wear them like once, once every couple I, months? Yeah. I appreciate that. I can tell you I've been in the opposite mode lately where I'm just like, fuck it. Survive. <laughs> I'm sur- I'm in survival mode, man. Yeah. It's been such a fucking busy like two weeks. It's just like, I don't I don't know, man. I just gotta get through the day. Just put on this do you do you do that where you we wake up in the morning and you grab your shirt and you sniff it? See like No, oh. I switch my shirt out every day. I don't <laughs> sniff shirts. So with me, like I um like like the shirt I'm I've got on right now. Like, um, I'm going to go play laser tag with my kid later. Oh, so tight. I'm probably going to sweat on it, Yeah, you know, so I won't wear it again. But if it's like, if I wear it for like half a fucking day, I'll throw it on my, on my dresser. It's like, I don't wash it every oh, single time yeah. I wear it. I, I do that if I wear it for like two hours. Yeah. If it's yeah. like two hours and I'm not like out by the grill or something. Yeah. Like but smelly, but yeah. I'll, I'll give it a sniff test. Okay. You know, it's like, if it's, if it's sitting on my dresser, it's in my drawer and I know it hasn't been washed. Like, like I wore it once last weekend for a little while. I'll pull it out and. Just give it a little little whiffer. Make sure. Yeah. I'll even do it. So, like, uh, I wear, every once in a while, I wear, like, no-show socks for with my sneakers, mm-hmm. you know? And um, whether well, I guess they're kind of showing. They're not quite no-shows. Little, I don't like the no-shows, I guess. Those are too you low. You don't like the ankle highs? Huh? I like ankle highs. Or low-cut. Like, low-cut, I mean. These, these are low. 
then there's ankle, but there's like no show where it looks like you don't have socks on oh. at all. And they're like, they barely cup around the back of your yeah, heel. Yeah. Those annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah, they just they fall off your back of your heel all the time. Apparently the good ones don't, mm, but well, don't but the, the ones, ones I've ever had fucking they they fall off and they're just like it's like it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Anyway, um, if I wear a pair of socks, like so, I get done with work at the end of the day, and so I'm gonna maybe go out to dinner with my wife. So I'll throw a pair of socks on, throw my sneakers on, go out to dinner, come home, and I take them off, right? And yeah. I just like I put them with my shoes, like where when I set them down, and it's like because I know it's like I don't need to wash them. I only right. wore them for an hour, but. You gotta do the sniff I, test. I gotta huh? do the sniff yeah. test. I'll give them a give them a little little sniffy sniff. And it's like if they're if they're like a little bit, then I'll switch them out. For sure. Yeah. I do that with the shoes at the end of the day. You do the sniff test? Yeah, man. Just test it. And I throw a little shoe powder in there if I need to. So um I heard again from my son, throw a fabric softener sheet in your oh, shoes. For sure. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's like it's like, oh, that's easy. I don't oh. That's so fucking easy. I don't know if we even use fabric softener sheets anymore. Oh, really? Do you put it in the wash? No, dude. Those go in the dryer. No, I know, but they have fabric softener that you can put in the wash now. Oh, yeah. To alleviate it from putting in the dryer. Yeah, I don't know if we use it. Um, I've bought fabric softener before. We used to use fabric softener sheets. My mom does all the time. We do. I don't think we even buy them. You know what it found out though? If you get like the really cheap fabric softener sheets, you ever have that thing where you're washing your clothes, you pull it out of the dryer, and you go to put your shirt on, and there's like a spot on it, it looks like oil. Yeah, that's fabric softener sheets. Really? Well, so mine that happens to us, but in the washer. How do you know it happens in the wash? I don't. I'm right. Guessing. See, I used to think it was a washer too, but then I looked it up, and it's like if you use like really cheap fabric softener sheets. Like they 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 sent them with this oil stuff, right? That's this the softener is is in the fabric, and it's like um it'll get on your clothes. Interesting. Yeah. So so what uh, happens if that happens and you don't use fabric softener sheets? Mm, fuck if I know. Same here. I don't know. Is that is that what you don't use fabric softener sheets and that's happening to your clothes? Yeah, it hasn't in a while, and it could be because I don't know. Sam washes a pen or something on accident. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing, though. Yeah, it like, is. Because you put a shirt on, it's like, what the fuck is that? Do you know how many shirts I have ruined? Because, like, right below my pec, there's just a little round fucking stain. Yeah. Like, and where the fuck did this come it's from? It's not even a stain. It's like an oil spot. Yeah. It's just discolored. Yeah, it's just, like, dark. Yeah, that's so weird. It looks like a stain. Yeah, it does. It, look, it's like, it looks like you're a slob. Yeah, it looks yeah. like you spilled coffee on yourself or yeah. something. Like I, yeah, I was just eating a sandwich. I got some shit on my... Yeah, and I wiped it yeah. off. Yeah. I, I have like that. three polos that I can't wear. Yeah, so that shit, and and it, you can't get it out. No, well, I don't know. I've never like tried a stain stick or anything on it before. I have. I tried you? like a Tide stick. Didn't can't work. No, nothing. So fucked and then up. I've, I've like uh, spray and washed it or whatever before putting it in the wash. Yeah. Doesn't fucking work. Do you think it's because we do the all this all in one shit now? Like 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 we don't fucking do you, do you do you like bleach your whites and all that stuff? You, no. Yeah. See like. I used to like I used to like only do whites and only do colors and I did the temperature fucking thing and then I I did the dryer thing like everything was separate. See, you we know? Se- we separate color colored clothes and whites and see, I don't even do that anymore. Yeah, in fact, Sam usually like I think we talked about this once. We might have if if it's if we have enough laundry, like she'll separate even like you know reds and green like. Oh, in color, like colors are separated into oh, colors. That's too. fucking dope. Good, good on you, Sam. 
That's we like have like dedication. we have a relatively. I mean, it's not like it's a big washer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a standard washer size is. I don't know. I just I feel get like a big it's one, kind of small. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would, I would say it's probably kind of small. Whatever it is, it's like that's not the one I want. I want the one that says like commercial or some shit because yeah. I've always had such a big family. Yeah, even with just two boys, I'm th- like right now it's not so bad. Like you can, like one load of the boys is you could probably do the boys close together. Mm. But as they get older, it's like yeah, we probably need like a bigger yeah. capacity. Wait fucking till they're washing fucking machine. teenagers and you give them the responsibility of washing their own clothes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fucking. There's like I'll be sitting upstairs and I hear this. Coming out of the fucking basement, I'm like, "What is that? What is going on?" I go down there, fucking washing machine, dance halfway across the yeah. goddamn room, and there's like eighty pounds of fucking clothes in the washing machine, and it's like thrashing all over the place. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it's just like, you know, it's like one of my boys threw their fucking laundry in, and it's like, dude, you can't put like <laughs> everything. Yeah, it's like if you can't close the lid, you, you got too much in there, man. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, I didn't know that, and it's like. If you thought about it for two seconds, you, you probably would, are you would a know. Top load or a front load kind of guy? I like the front loads, but I'm a top load because of the, we just it's it was a cheap washing machine that we yeah, needed at the time. Too. I I like the front loads. I think they're pretty cool. I like the way they work, and I think they wash clothes better than the top loads do because they tumble them. Yeah, I like that better. But it's um it's a uh, the top load is like for the time it was all the money we had. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we needed a new washer desperately and and ours aren't like lifted or anything that's the one thing with the front load so my parents did it right when they they built a house back in like 06 05 06 and they built um platform a platform yeah that the front loaders go on so that it's more at like mm-hmm. you know regular height and you have to don't have to get on your knees to well they, they, they you can buy those things that come with the front loaders that they sit on and it's got a drawer Underneath. All a little. It's it's a it's an individualized platform that sits right underneath yeah. the front load washer and dryer, and then underneath is a drawer. Mm. You can keep all your shit in there, or whatever. And it's like I don't know. Every fucking laundry room's different. A lot of them have cabinets and stuff built in for putting your stuff in there. But it's um like it's pretty handy, yeah. you know. So it's like, but the platform, it's it's Lisa with the platform. If it's built in, like, do they have drawers in it, or is it just a cavity? It, it's, it there's cabinets above it. I mean, but underneath the platform they built the elevated platform. No, it's just uh yeah. So then you like you're wasting space, you know, in your in your yeah. house. If if you don't need the space and whatever, but it's just like you know, some places like you want to be able to utilize as much space as you can. Yeah, so. that makes sense. No, there, I mean it's yeah, it's like a foot off the ground. It's not mm-hmm. ridiculous, but it's just it's built in and then it's tiled. So it's, yeah. it's done nicely, but it's not like drawer underneath it or anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and it sucks to do the whole front load thing all the time, leaning down. Like yeah. it's, I get it. Like I understand why they do it, but it's like, you know, um, but no, I, th- I, I like the front load. They've got like some weird ones though. Now where the, like you can, you can pre-wash. There's like a tub on the top that you can. Yeah. It's like a, uh, it's got a clear plexiglass cover, right? And you open that up, and you give your clothes a little pre-wash in there, and then you throw it into the wash machine, like if you got bad stains or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I guess it's like uh, more like going to professional or something instead of just like taking a wad of clothes and throw them in the wash machine and hoping for the best, you know, or hmm. doing it in your kitchen sink or your laundry sink, like doing a little bit of pre-wash for stains. Um, 
it's uh it's like a little basin <clears throat> little basin on the top with but it's got a drain and it's got running water and you can like work oh you're you know it's it's like, like if a, you manually want to wash it first yeah if you want to give it a little bit of extra scrub or a little bit of like that's like me washing dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. right exactly well that's the thing you just you know you throw it in and hope for the best but there's some times when it's like if you got a stain stain yeah, that's true you know it's like the extra five minutes probably yeah. wouldn't be too bad okay i got a question do you get do you have anything that you get dry cleaned Um, we used to get our, our comforter dry cleaned. Um, and then, uh, fuck, I had something. Oh yeah. I had a wool, a really nice wool jacket. Like, uh, it was, it was like a, not a coat, but not a, not a light jacket. It's like a midweight wool. Okay. And it was like super fucking nice. And, uh, and like, if you ever wash it, it gets misshapen. Right. So that's, that's something I had dry cleaned. You? Yeah, so I've got a couple like suits. Um but I always I feel like and I don't know, maybe this is just the dry cleaner I use, which is bad, but like it doesn't ever smell nice. <laughs> it's always just like I don't know, there's just always a weird smell to it that's not like it's not a bad smell, but it's not like when you wash your clothes kind of smell nice. Yeah, you know that fucking dry cleaning process is toxic as fuck. Yeah. yeah um you know the Badger cleaners used to be here in town. Yep. Um, a buddy of mine was going to buy that building. I t- when you told me that, I told you, don't isn't it going to be like? Isn't there a bunch of toxic waste that you have to get rid of in that building? Yeah, well, no the the the, the owner, the previous owner, is supposed to get rid of all that shit. Okay. I think he did, but the fucking ground is full of toxic waste, and there's a remediation room on the back of the building built on that the previous owner had to put on there because it's so fucking contaminated. And then every so many years, they check all the wells in the area to see in that v- specific mm-hmm. vicinity, check the water. Um, you ever seen that fucking truck? They got it like there's a, there's the hole in the ground. They got a little clear tube going down there, and it pumps up and down. You ever seen that? No. Anyway, it, this it's this little fucking machine. I don't know how it does it, but anyway, you got they sit there for like two hours in this fucking spot, and they pump the water and they test it. Um, but. It was like 30 years they're going to have to do this remediation until they think that the, the the area is clean enough for them to not have to do the remediation. So it pulls the toxicity I like out of the soil around wow. the fucking dry cleaner. But, yeah, we went in there, and there's barrels of fucking skull and crossbones. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Like, it, it, what we do to our environment – for the sake of having a clean fucking suit is pretty wild or, yes. or a clean comforter or whatever. Not trying to pick on you. No, with suit. no, you're fine. I, I guess I've never known the process. I don't even know the process of what they do when they dry clean. I, I don't know the process either, but they've got a lot of fucking equipment in there. They do all this, like they do this heavy chemical wash thing. And then they got these things that like, they're like moisture suckers or something. Mm. They suck all the moisture out and then they got this fucking, yeah, it's crazy. Like the whole the whole building, like all the equipment was still in there when we walked through it. And wow. it was like, holy fuck. It's heavy duty. One of my favorite comedians, Mitch Hedberg. You ever listen to Mitch Hedberg? Yeah, I knew Mitch Hedberg. One of, one of his jokes was he would stand up there and he'd look at his shirt and he goes, this shirt is dry clean only. And then he'd kind of brush off his shoulders and he'd go, so it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those uh, low-key comedians. Dude, he was amazing. Yeah, I like him. He's good shit. Um... Yeah, yeah, man, we do some crazy shit. To 
I was talking to this cool. I was talking to this cat last night. See, it sounds so awesome when you fucking say it. I know. I was like, so last night. So it's kind of cool. So um, Stephanie reached out to uh, the the brewmaster at uh, um, Tumble Rock Brewery. Okay. And she's this uh, lady from they uh, her and her, her boyfriend, her husband. I'm not sure if they're married or not. Or whatever. They they grew up in Oakland, and uh, she like grew up like sandwich shops and shit. And then she's like, oh, brewing sounds kind of cool. So she like went after it, and she uh, became an apprentice and all these things. And her story is really fucking cool. Um, and then she made her way uh, to the school to be a brewmaster, and then she started applying for fucking jobs all over the place, and she landed this one in in like. It was up in northern Wisconsin. Um, it's one of those northern Wisconsin names, like mm-hmm. fucking uh, uh, Manitowoc. Yeah. Um, so, and then she uh, ended up down here brewing for Tumble Rock. She fucking, she makes such good beer, too. Dude, her beer is so good. Um, anyway, so, like, uh, they're, they're pr- pretty new uh, to the community. This guy works at Octopi in some prairie or Wanakee, one of the two. I think it's Wanakee. Um, and she works here and, uh, they're younger and, um, younger than us and, uh, probably even a little bit younger than you. I think she's 30. Okay. Yeah. Super fucking cool though. And he, we were talking last night. We just ran into him. We were out in Tumble Rock and some Friday fish and we ran into him. It's like, Hey, let's go have a, you know, have a nightcap. We went down to Driftless Glen. So we're bullshitting and stuff. And he brought up, he's like, so remember when Lake Erie was on fire? I'm like, fuck, it's right. The fucking lake was on fire because they pumped so many fucking chemicals into that lake from the industrial plants that it fucking started the water on fire. Wow. I don't remember this. Believe that shit. Fucking Lake Erie started on fire. I'm going to look it up now because I want to, like, be able to quote the details. Um, It's uh, a... I remember hearing about it um, back in the day. Okay, let's see. Uh, Lake, the shocking river fire that fueled the creation of the EPA, the Lake Erie Fire. The city was still a manufacturing hub, and the river, which empties into Lake Erie, had long been a dumping place for sewage and industrial waste. But on June 22, 1969, a spark flared from the train tracks down to the river below, igniting industrial debris floating on the surface of the water. Dude, that sparked the EPA? That, that, yeah, it's a fucking... Um, flames spread across the river in some places reaching five stories high. And though it only took about 20 minutes to extinguish the blaze, the not-so-unusual river fire helped create an environmental revolution. Though it initially caught the attention of few Cleveland residents, the Cuyahoga River fire stoked the rest of the nation's awareness of environmental health and threats of river pollution fueled by growing movement. The fuck? I want to see, like, the, the lake on fire. As factories of the local population grew, sewage and industrial remnants poured into the fucking river. But in line with the era's tax or lax attitudes towards the environment, nobody cared. Soon the river was filthy. Yellowish black rings of oil circled on its surface like grease in soup. Lovely. Fucking A. The water was yellowish, thick, full of clay, stinking of oil and sewage. Piles of rotting wood were heaped on either bank of the river, and it was all dirty and neglected. It's like, that's what we used to do. (laughs) No wonder we're fucked. Destroy our water sources. Yeah, it's just like, you know, 
Like, how long ago do you think it was? I mean, that was in the '60s, right? When the EPA was first formed. So, so for uh, we've been around a couple, couple hundred years. Yeah, was that when was the manufacturing boom? The Industrial Revolution. Yeah, I think that was after World War II, or during World War II, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't I think it was like I'm not the, was it like the twenties? Well, World War II was forties. Uh, what when the beginning of the Industrial Revolution though? Um, I don't know. You know, this is uh, makes this, such um good fucking podcast when we sit here and have to look shit up because Bill's not here. Yeah, whatever. Bill's in California. Beginning of the Industrial Revolution. Uh, the Industrial Revolution, the Industrial Age, it says 1870 to 1900. I thought, 1800. I thought it was like the 20s. I'm a fucking dumbass. Bill got evacuated. He's in no- Northern California right now. So he took a little trip out west with Seattle, uh, down to San Fran, and they've got a place in Petaluma. His wife's family's got a cabin near Petaluma. It's up in the fucking mountains called Echo Lake. And uh, he's been telling me about this place for years. And it's like fucking, it's like uh, the place you go to fucking just escape the world. Okay. Fucking, and it's just little shabby cabin up in the mountains. Not shabby bad, but just just a little cabin. Everything had to be fucking walked into this place. So uh, his wife, Molly, uh, her sister made a little video on how to get to this cabin. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, so you, you have to uh, drive to this fucking dock and you get on a lake, a dock, from Boston, all of a sudden, <laughs> got to go to the dock. So, gets to the dock and uh, gets in a boat. They go across this lake and up this channel to another little lake, and then across that lake, and then you dock your boat, and then you got to walk up this fucking steep, rocky area. And so, like, if you want to get groceries, you want to bring something to the cabin, you got to fix your fucking toilet. This is how you get get your shit in, right? So, um, I. It's this riveting fucking story. Kyle's yawning Stop. his ass off over here. Keep going. It's, keep going. <laughs> So you got to walk up to the cabin, and it's this little like wood sided cabin out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's nothing fancy, you know. Latches on the doors, little tiny windows, all that shit. You know, they had to fucking pack everything in and make it. So anyway, they're up there, right? They and they 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 talk about like they dream of the days when they can be there. You know, it's like all year long they talk about going to this fucking cabin, and uh, it's so peaceful and beautiful, and and they get up there. And uh, they have a great fucking day, and they said they're sitting under the stars, and it's gorgeous at night, and all these things. And the next fucking day, he sends me this picture, and it's fucking solid red sky. Oh, really? It, it's like, and it's not flames. It's the fucking sun covered in smoke. I'm going to show you this picture because it's fucking wild. Um, where's Bill? Where's Bill? Bill, where the fuck are you? I know you're in California, but there we go. I'm going to show you this picture. Yeah, check this shit out. That's what, that's what it looks like right now. Oh damn! Yeah, you should send me that. I'll send it to you. That'll be the cover art for this one. Okay, here we go. I'll send it to Kyle Crosby. Um, so uh, so we got evacuated off got, the mountain. They were there for twenty eight hours off the mountain. They're on a mountain. Yeah, they were there for twenty eight hours and they got evacuated. Wow. Yeah. Hey, dude, I got to piss again. All right, we'll be right back. Bye. That's awesome, dude. So we'll hit up fields tonight. Because we don't go out often and we don't go to nice places often. I think I've only been to fields one time in my life. Oh, really? Yeah, I've only been to fields once. 
Oh, now I'm going to sneeze. We're going to fucking walk back oh, in. That's all right. You go ahead and sneeze. Nine years. So, you know, you got to, next year, you got to do the stone thing because it's 10 years. No, I'm not doing a fucking. You have to. It's the fucking rules, man. There's a stone that represents 10 years. I don't care. Sam cares. I don't give a damn about a stone. Sam wants a rock, bro. <laughs> no. I'm no. G- I'll give her a fucking rock. I'll pick one up from underneath her deck and be like, paint it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your 10 year ruby or some shit. Yeah, I'll have to look it up and paint it. Goes, Holy Jesus. <laughs> What's going on over there? I don't know. We left our ecosystem and now I got allergies. <laughs> yeah, you, we stepped out of the filtration of your office and then all of a sudden you can't breathe anymore. So, yeah, nine years of marriage. It's our nine year wow. anniversary. So, we're going to eat nice. Nine years. Yeah. Look at that. It's been a long time. That is a long time. It's a long time. Nine years is fucking this a long time, man. So that's but it'll be good. Sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it's going to be good. Get a nice steak, get a twice-baked potato, and I'm solid. Is that like the go-to? Like, is it always like a fucking steak when you go out to dinner? Like, if you're going to a nice restaurant and you know you're going to drop some coins, like, it seems like that's always the go-to. Like, whenever you, mm. whenever I go to a nice restaurant, whatever the special is on the menu is always a steak. Like, they it, always offer a nice steak. It depends on the restaurant. And no, that's not my go-to. If we go to, like, a steakhouse, then yeah, of course. Right? That's why you're going. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't say that's always. Although, I'm trying to remember the last time we went somewhere that was nice and I didn't get a steak. So maybe it is the go-to. <laughs> <laughs> that That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't, like, when I go out to dinner, like, on a on a regular dinner Like, a night, nice place we're talking yeah, no, I, about. Yeah. I know, but I'm like... If I'm if I'm gonna go out to dinner at a regular restaurant, I don't order steak. No, I order like I order some fish, I order yep. a salad, I order a burger, yeah. whatever. I don't order steak. You know, it's like I don't think they're gonna have a great steak. They're right. gonna have an okay steak. But if I go to a nice place, I think they're gonna have a great steak. So that's when I'm gonna buy the fucking yeah. steak. That's valid. So that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. it seems like most of the time, nice restaurants. I think unless you're going to like. La Trois or or like some place in oh, a specialty place that's yeah, not a steakhouse. That's that's like not just a steak. Well, but even like what, La Trois, what the hell's that? That's a that's a restaurant downtown Madison. Oh. Um, they do like the small plates and the little fancy shit. That's and always the little disappointing. Dr- drizzles no, I don't and give stuff. a shit about that. That's disappointing. I, I, but I know. But so like, um, not all like uh, not all nice restaurants are steakhouses. Right. But, but they always offer most of them offer a nice steak. You know, it's like Driftless Glen is not a steakhouse. They fucking offer a great steak. Um, what's another one that's not a steakhouse? Uh, Wally Salsa members would go there. They've got great fucking steak, but it's not a steakhouse. Sure. They're known for their ribs. You know, but it's like if you're uh, the Del Bar, it's not a steakhouse. They got great steak. It's like if they're going to fucking drop, Del Bar is a supper club. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to say Del, Del Bar is not a steakhouse. No, it's a supper club. <clears throat> Same with fucking like uh, Ishnala Supper Club, huh? You know, so it's like they're they always are. And maybe it's a Midwest thing. I don't know, but it seems like even even when you go to Texas, like I've been when I've been down there, it's like go to a nice restaurant. It's gonna offer a really nice steak. Yeah, but if I go to Texas, I would expect a good steak. They have fucking restaurants in Texas <laughs> that aren't steak. No, restaurants. they don't. Yeah, I know. It's just it's all Longhorns. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I think it's. I think you tailor the restaurant you go to depending on what you want. 
Like if I go to a nice restaurant, but I want, I don't know, noodles, <laughs> I'm going to go to a nice Italian place. Like I'm not going to go to an Italian place and get fucking steak. I'm sorry. I just thought of something. That, what? I can't say it. Say it. No, I can't. Noodles. No, no, no. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's some very fucking derogatory thing that my grandfather used to say when he'd find out someone was from a different state. All right, and hang I, on. We're going to take our headphones off and mute mics. Nice. So I wasn't, I didn't want to say that. I'll, maybe I'll flag it. Maybe I'll delete that. Maybe I won't. It wasn't on the mics. It's all good. Well, yeah, you had the mics off, so. I, I, I've heard that before. That's yeah, funny. Um, it, it, is it, though? No. What is is it, though? I mean, no. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Yeah, anyway, we don't need to go balls deep into that again, but I'm just saying it's like. There's those there's those phrases that that people said from way back in the day yeah. that are like there's some nostalgia connected to them or there's some humor connected to them because everybody laughed when they said them back in the day but you know it's like even if you knew they weren't serious it was a joke right you know but you can't say it now you know I think in the right context you could where um, what's the right context for that tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me the right situation with a group of people when it's going to be the right context to say that. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if, if, I feel like the context is exactly what we just did. As in, someone says something, and like, if you're in a group of people, and like, oh, that reminds me of something, blah, okay. blah, blah, said, and then you say it, and then I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, okay, so, like, maybe, okay, so here's the thing. I was just going to say, so... Let's just say a bunch of dudes are playing golf. Yeah. You know, and someone says that, right? But someone from the fucking foursome across the green has a camera and they record it like Morgan Wallen. Fucked. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. In that case, I don't think you would be, but. Like what you just said wasn't that bad, actually. It's, it's not that bad, but at the same time. Yeah. It's not great. Right, you know, because it it, <laughs> We're it, just it, 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 it it paints people in a derogatory light. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. even though the word is more common now than it is more accepted now than it was before. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Long yeah. story short, yeah, we're going to field tonight. I already know what I'm getting. I'm getting a big old fucking ribeye. Nice. And I'm getting a twice baked potato. I really like twice baked potatoes. They're so good, man. They're so good. They're like. They're like a heart attack on a plate, but they're so good. They, Even if it's have not like, full of the shit, I'm okay with that. I just like the consistency. I mean, it's just a mashed potato inside of a potato skin, right? But it's but it's like it's it's just but it's got the but that's the thing. It's got the butter, yeah, the chives. Yeah. It's probably got a little bacon in there, some little maybe a little cheese. cheese yep. Yeah, I mean that's like that's what makes it. I mean, if you took a mashed potatoes and you put butter, chives, cheese, and and all that on your plate. Not without the potato skin, still be pretty fucking awesome. It'd still be pretty good. <laughs> Sam actually makes really good uh, twice baked potatoes. We did this. Um, she made like a shit ton of them at a time, then we freeze them. Oh, nice! And then you just reheat them for like dinner. Oh, it's really good, dude. That's fucking genius. Yeah, Sam, you're so smart. Well, if you're gonna make them, you gotta. I mean, you might as well fucking make them. Yeah, no, but that's just like that's just really smart. That's like it's very like uh, yeah, she just makes sense. It makes Put it in the sense. freezer. Like, we haven't done that in a while, though. So now that I'm talking about it, when she listens to this. Oh, see, there you go. There you go, Sam. Now you know what's a, up. Something we can do. Little, little hint, hint. 
some twice baked potatoes in the in the freezer. There's there, like I remember like my family when I was a kid, they'd make fucking casseroles and all kinds of shit and put mm. it in a freezer. Sure. You know, and then it's like when it was time like if you had a, a dinner, you had to come up with something quick. Just fucking whip that casserole out, you yeah. know, and Easy. then and then you right. put throw it in the oven, you know, an hour and a half, you got dinner done. Yep. You know, um, you don't have to work at it. Yeah. I, but like now we just buy it. You know, it's like that lasagna I told you my, I put in the oven for my kids. We just bought it. We bought it fully made. Well, you didn't tell me that. Now I have less respect for it. I don't fucking care about I the know. lasagna. That's what I thought. I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell you. Little Stover's gonna, oven. No, it wasn't. No, it was Kirkland. It's Costco. Ooh. It's fucking good. It was super tasty. Yeah. Like, Costco's got good shit. I'm not saying they don't. I don't, yeah. I don't go to Costco. We just got a membership. We just re-upped. Like, we had a membership when all of our kids were little. And yeah. when we just, like, it was, like, ridiculous. So we bought so much food. But here's the problem with Costco that we found. We found it real quick. Is that, like, it's kind of like the Walmart issue, right? So Costco is an event. When you go to Costco, you got to drive. So it's like a 45-minute drive from here-ish. Yeah, you got to drive down to Madison. got to drive to Madison. You go to Costco. And you got a list, right? So on the list is granola bars. But it's like, you don't buy... Like twenty granola bars, you buy like eighty granola bars, right? You know, so so then you have eighty granola bars, and because it's it's the thing you buy at Costco is the box that contains the boxes, right? Well, not even like these these granola bars that we've been buying. It's just one big box of fucking loaded full oh. granola bars. No boxes inside. Okay. Um. Now, like, uh, uh, the extra shit is where it gets you, right? So it's like you're walking through. Like, if you're, say you're at the local grocery store, and you want to get, like, oh, we'll pick up the kids some ice cream sandwiches, right? Four bucks, mm -hmm. right? We go to Costco, it's 40 ice cream sandwiches, nice. you know? And it's just like, what the fuck? We'll get them. They'll eat them, you know? So you put them in the freezer. I bought a box of 40 ice cream sandwiches last Sunday. It's gone absolutely cleared out 40 of them yeah dude how many kids are in the house right now two yeah two or three a day that makes sense two or three a day times two so three a day that's six a day yeah i can yeah okay fine so that's a lot of fucking ice cream sandwiches okay but how often can you eat one ice cream sandwich oh i just eat one really oh yeah yeah i just eat one ice cream sandwich like the classic chocolate Soft yeah, yeah, outside. soft, soft, yeah. like it's kind of Oreo ish. Yeah. yeah, but it's soft. Yeah, um, there was it was ice cream. The, what the ice cream? It was ice cream sandwiches, the fucking drumsticks, mm -hmm. and then and then the other one that's like a drumstick except it's got a flat top. You know what I'm talking about? Like the drumstick has got a is like a circle on top. Yep. The other one's like flat, so it's like layered nuts oh, and chocolate. Yeah, because there's like chocolate inside of yeah, it. Yeah, there's like chocolate a fudge in, in, yep. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those things. Sad that I know that. It's not sad. Dude, they're delicious. I like all those. I will say that the the cookie, like the actual like chocolate chip cookie with ice cream, oh, you know, that's yeah. the best kind of ice cream sandwich. They're so fucking good. That that is that is the best ice cream sandwich. Yeah, for sure. What's like? What do you think is the best ice cream bar? Like bar? Yeah, bar. Mm. I, I think my favorite. We used to get it from Swans. You ever get? Schwann's. Used Schwann's. to. Swan. Miss Swan? Schwann's. It was, I don't even know what it was. I don't remember what it was called, but it had like a cookie crumble outside, and then it was white ice cream, and then it was like chocolate inside. Vanilla? That. Yeah. I call it white. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. White ice cream. And then like a strip of chocolate too in, in the inside. Fudge or chocolate? No, I think it was chocolate. So is it, it's an it's a ice cream bar? Yeah, it was on a stick. On a stick. On a stick? <laughs> yeah, why? What's yours? Um, With vanilla ice cream. <laughs> so mine's got, mine's got brown ice cream. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, oh my God. Okay, I have a three-year-old. And he doesn't, he does call it brown and white ice cream. And that's why. Like, if we take him out to Culver's. <laughs> he calls it that because you called it that. No. Well, he doesn't understand, like, vanilla and chocolate. So, or he does, and I still have to tell him. Like, we'll go, I'm like, okay. He goes, I want ice cream with sprinkles. I'm like, okay. And he goes, but I want the brown ice cream. Or or he'll specifically say, I want the white ice cream. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. Shut you ever, up. You're fucking <laughs> asshole. Do you have very green ice cream? Yeah, dude. I love green ice cream. Green ice cream is a bomb. The last ice cream I had was green ice cream. I went to the fucking dude. I'm like, yo, give me some of that green shit. That's what I said. With the brown spots. Anyway, sorry. No, I'm bad. That's All right, what's your favorite kind of ice cream bar, you jackass? There's this, uh, there's this new fucking ice cream bar I found. Um, I don't even know who makes it, but it's like called like Magnum or something. But it's like a, a really thin, dark chocolate on the outside. Mm-hmm. And the inside is like got vanilla, but it's got these ribbons of like, like caramel in it, and a little bit of chocolate, like a ribbon of caramel and dark chocolate on the inside, and it's like, uh, um, it's like the the fucking balance of flavors between the little. It's like the really thin, really crispy crust outside, yeah, and it's like uh, it's a perfect balance, and and it's it's just rich enough where I only want to eat one, mm. you know. So like, if I, I like to find that point where I, oh, I've seen those. Yeah, man. It's a Sunday, a Sunday crunch Chocolate bar. Sunday crunch bar. That's like, that looks really good. I could kill one of those right yeah. now. Yeah. That looks super tasty. That little cookie crumble on the outside. Yeah. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, um, what's the name of that blue, is it called a crunch bar? The blue one? The candy yeah. bar? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like rice. It's like, That has like rice. Pop, yeah, yeah puffed pop. rice or some stuff yeah. in it, yeah. But it's like, uh, take that, break it all into pieces, and put it in no. Ice. So that that is more like um, Oreo consistency. Oh, okay, it's good. It's good. Sounds good. Sounds good. But yeah, it's like I, I've gotten to a point where like, I, I just assume like if there's a, a four dollar box of ice cream bars and an eight dollar box of ice cream bars, the four dollar box has twice as many, so I'm probably gonna eat two because mm-hmm. they're like. They're good, but they're not like fucking great. Yeah, I, or they're mini. Yeah, or there's yeah. So I I just soon get the the eight dollar box with four in it, and then just have one, and just like savor it. Sure, you know. So um, it's like I don't know. I I really try to like not put as much sugar and shit in my body, you know. So it's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I'll get something that tastes really good, as opposed to having more of something that tastes not as good. Yeah. You know, see, I'm, I don't know. I struggle so bad if we, if we have it in the house of not just eating a shit ton of it. So we usually don't have that kind of stuff in the house. Um, our house, Word. our cabinets yeah. are actually really like not like cookie and snack loaded, mm-hmm. which is really nice. But so for how a day was this week, we didn't have any dinner plans. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just go to a festival and get a rotisserie or Sam suggested that. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. 
So I took Lincoln in with me, and he goes, can we get some cookies? I'm like, yeah, man, we can go get some cookies. I'm fine with that. So we grabbed a rotisserie, and uh, he picked out Chips Ahoy. Like, okay, great. So we get home, and we eat dinner, and then he opens up the Chips Ahoy, and he has one. I'm like, good job, bud. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple. <laughs> good then the job, ne- Dad. Then the next day, I was working from home, and I ate, like, fucking a row. <laughs> The thing is half gone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and I wasn't. It's not even like you're full. No, you're just no. fucking putting them in your mouth. It's just so easy to fucking eat. Yeah, they just, they taste so good. They're not they're not super rich, so it doesn't overpowerful. It's not overpower you like the flavor doesn't. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucking. So it's just a reminder. It's like this is why we don't have this shit in the house. Yeah, ever. I'm with you. Like if it wasn't for the boys, we wouldn't have ice cream. Like, uh, um, I have uh, sherbet. Oh yeah. Like like uh, um. Like lemon lime sherbet. Yeah, it's like because it's like if I want something kind of sweet and cold to like do this, but it, I don't want to feel bad about it or whatever. It's not like eating cookies and cream, right? You know, or chocolate chip cookie dough or something like that. Where you know, if like if I if I ever buy ice cream that's like really good ice cream, I'll just get the little motherfuckers, like the little Ben yeah. and Jerry's or something, because I know I'm gonna crush the whole thing. I know I'll eat the whole thing, no problem. And I'd probably eat two of them if I had two of them. I just sit down and eat them. So I, I'm with you. Like the 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 less it's in my house, the way easier it is for yep, me to avoid for sure. it. Like uh, um, my problem is what I eat late at night. Oftentimes is like uh, it's like if we've got some like some wheat thins, and then some like some cheese. Mm. That's like that'll get me every time. Like I, that's your thing. So I like a really good cheese, <clears throat> right? So we buy like Car Valley, so Wisconsin. I like, <laughs> I like me good cheese. I do, I do like a good cheese. So we'll like buy Car Valley or something like that. Um, but we've been going to Costco more, and in Costco, fucking buy cheese is a huge ass brick of cheese. Yeah. And uh, whenever I go to this aisle, right, it's not a big section, and they don't have a big variety, but they're all massive bricks of cheese. And I was, I never want to buy them because I'm like, if that's that much cheese, it can't be very good. For some reason, I thought in my head, if it's that much of it, it's probably not very good. Like mm-hmm. if, if you have to sell it in a giant fucking box of cheese, it's probably like not very good quality. So I just didn't buy it. You know, it's like it's it's like the, the packaging. If it's a small quantity, oh, it must be really good. Sure. So you can buy the small amount and it's going to be worth it. So last time I was there, they had this uh, this cheese. It's like called like port wine cheese or some shit like that not the cheese spread because that stuff is like fucking the bomb you ever have that that port wine cheese spread nope in a little plastic tub well it's not port wine I've, I've had like badger land or something yeah but it's like the flavor the the red one oh no we just used to get original oh, okay if you get the red one the port anyway that shit's addicting but uh um so i bought this brick of cheese and uh um so fucking good dude yeah so fucking good yeah we we like stephanie busted it out the other day and i forgot i even bought it she brings it out like on a cutting board and then we had some summer sausage on Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. then we had some cashews and uh broke off a chunk of that cheese like motherfucker this is delicious (laughs) like this is gonna be a problem tonight like my yeah i'm gonna eat a lot of cheese when i sit down have a good cheese oh it's rough it's rough. That's my jam. That's that what is? I do. Nice. I'm saving it tonight. I'm gonna get dessert. Do it, man. Oh, nice. What are you gonna do? You have like a go to, or do you know? Like you go to a nice restaurant like that. I feel like the go to is always like some kind of cheesecake or some kind of like uh, 
Like a creme brulee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. I always go with the cheesecake. I feel like that. Yeah, I like creme brulee, but it's so not. It's just like tiny. It's not, it's not special to me. It's not heavy. I need yeah. something big. Yeah, I think there's something about creme brulee where you're supposed to like. It's so it's delicate. A, it's an experience. Yeah, it's so delicate. Yeah, it's and delicate. it's like, oh, five spoonfuls of pudding. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't care if you torch the top of the fucking yeah. thing. It's like, whatever. Give me, Give me a fucking big gallon if, of this if thing. If I'm we'll going to overeat tonight, exactly. I'm going to do it. If with we're going to do it, we're going to do it. So let's. Yeah. What do you think the percentage of people who actually order dessert after dinner is? Mm, I think it depends on where you go. I Honestly, I feel like if you go to a nice place like that, it's probably higher than if you go to Applebee's. That makes sense because it's an experience. Yep. So you want to you exactly. you like, hold go, on to that exactly. as long as you can. So, so, like, if you just go to a regular restaurant, go out to dinner or whatever, they always ask you. Yep. Like you know, you save room for dessert. Do you guys save room for dessert? Save room for a cinnamon roll. Save room for cheesecakes. Like no. Yeah, usually it's no. I'm fucking full yeah, of shit. Yeah, I'm full, right? But when you go to a, a nice restaurant, it's still a lot of food. Yeah, I'm still full. But it's yeah, like, I do. Fuck yeah, <laughs> give me that bourbon caramel glazed cheesecake. Right. Bet your ass I'm gonna eat that. You know, and it's just like I'm already. I'm still full. And on top of that, usually at a nice restaurant, I got a couple drinks in me too. Yep. You know, so it's like. It, there's a there's the complaint about this like you know you even said it like le, le toi the small plates and it's like well, that's some bullshit I want food I want to eat but it's like at the end of the meal if you have really great food and you're full isn't that the point yeah you know it's not that like mentally the point is like you're paying a lot of money you should have a lot to show for it yeah do it's the totally it's the American mindset it's the more is better yeah mindset. it's the supersize me mindset it's yeah it's the vet it's the value mindset yeah, do you do it's you want, not the right one i'm not saying it's the right <laughs> mindset i'm just do you want do you want the 10 ounce ribeye or do you want the 14 ounce ribeye what the fuck do you, you get, think you i want fucking 14 ounce ribeye uh, every time every time yeah. people know that yeah it's like but but it's like wait a minute if i only had a 10 ounce ribeye then that's four more ounces of room I got for my cheesecake. No, nah, it's not a matter of room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get so it. So on a, like on a steak like that, a 10 versus a 14, is that just the thickness that varies? Because obviously the ribeye it's, it's is like a, a, thickness, it's yeah. like a set size, yeah. more or less, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's the thickness. Yeah. It's the cut. Like that. Like when they do a, a prime rib, do you want the queen cut or do you want the king right. cut? You know, it's all, it's all about the cut. So Yeah, because yeah. like a prime rib, that's like a whole... Oh, it's, it's roast. A, it's a roast. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't gonna say roast because I didn't know if that was the right term. And then they just cut it to size. It's a rib roast. Yeah. yeah. And then they just yeah, you'd either take the queen cut or the king cut. Yeah. Yeah. So um, or the petite cut. I don't even know that exists. It's You're a fucking about, sliver. My it's fucking a sliver. Wheel. You can just sliver. It's like a. You ever have them steakums? What <laughs> the fuck is a steakum? Dude, I grew up eating this shit. It, it was called a steakum. It came in a little yellow box that was frozen. <laughs> it was literally like <laughs> I can't believe you don't know what a steakum is. It's uh you pull it out and it's like a rectangle, like a piece of paper, but smaller. Think of like a note card. Like an envelope? Yeah, like an envelope. And it's steak, but it's super thin, and you microwave it and then you put it on a sandwich. Fucking never heard of a steakum. Ever. Oh my god. Never heard of a fucking steakum. Dude, you you need to grow up more broke. <laughs> Dude. 
I, I was on government cheese when I was a kid. Okay, yeah, that's pretty broke. <laughs> that's pretty fucking broke, man. We had powdered milk. I can't believe you didn't know what a steakum is. No. I think steakum is like people who are like, who are like kind of pretty broke, but still want a steak. Give me that shit. Give me that phone. It's got like parchment paper, fucking like it's steak separated em. like cheese. What the fuck? It's, it looks like spam. No, dude, it's like, it's a frozen I, I, I get thing. it. I get it. I'm just saying, like, it looks like a brick of spam. And when you microwave it or pan fry it, your choice, uh, it browns up nice. Steak em, Wikipedia. I want to, is it, like, what's the, what's the fucking, what's the fucking steak? Beef. It's an American brand of thin-sliced frozen steaks that's manufactured by the Steakum Company. When you, when you, when you got to use the word manufactured, yeah, that doesn't, that sound doesn't great, sound does that it? good. Steak ums, that's steak dash <laughs> U-M-M-S, are sold in supermarkets throughout the United States and are used for making homemade Philly-style cheesesteaks. The company claims to be the best-known sandwich steak brand in America and to have helped turn the regional Philly cheesesteak sandwich into a standard fare on America's dinner tables for over four decades ago. The company also produces ready-to-cook hamburger patties that are available in original and sweet onion varieties. <laughs> so good commercial. When I was a, uh, um, when I was in that zone of being like kind of broke, but not so broke, I didn't want a steak, but I couldn't afford a steak steak. Over at, when it was still a Viking here in town, they used to have one dollar filet mignons. Yeah, and I, and it's like I would, I, and it's like okay, I could buy like five of those. For five bucks and stack them up. Mm-hmm. Then I got five filet mignons. And then it's like actually like a filet mignon that's still like a quarter of what I pay for an actual filet mignon for five bucks. So I was like, I used to buy those for a, for, yeah. a, for a little while. I buy those. But, but it was like, it was so disappointing. It's like, I can't even it's like imagine. chewing on rubber. Dude, it, it, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Quick Trip. Everyone is around here, I think. Yep. I think most people are Quick yeah. Trip lovers. And you walk in and you see those little steaks yeah, for dollar ninety nine. You're like, fuck. You guys do a lot of things right, but I cannot imagine that's one of them. See, and that's the thing though, is like there's somebody out there that wants a steak, that yeah, wants yeah. to eat a steak, that but they can't they can't go to the supermarket or and for sure not the fucking meat market and buy a quality steak. Yeah. You know, and so it's like it, for people that appreciate a quality steak that won't fucking stoop to buy a dollar ninety nine steak, they'll wait to get to the fucking restaurant to buy mm-hmm. a really nice steak every once in a great while. Like they're like it's it's like sacrilegious. Why the fuck would you want to try to put that in your mouth? You know. But maybe there's yeah. I mean, I guess there's got to be somebody out there that's just like, well, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And I'm I'm not going to fields anytime soon. You know. I remember no, those I'm days for fucking, me. Now I'm in the mood to go. Make me an old school steakum sandwich. <laughs> Two pieces of toast and some of that shit. There, oh. there was a um, legit. No, I, I do kind of want one though. <laughs> Two pieces of toast and the steakum, huh? We used to make bacon sandwiches. Two pieces of white bread. We'd microwave bacon. It's not vanilla bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's not vanilla bread. If it was vanilla bread, we'd probably eat a lot more of them. Actually. Two pieces of white bread and some bacon. Just bacon. That's it. Yeah, man, I can feel it. Yeah, we. Uh, my cousin. That's a BLT without the the L and the T. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, did you but, put mayo on it? Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Miracle See, Whip. Yeah. Miracle Whip. Back in the day, everything was Miracle Whip. 
Do you eat Merrick Web or mayo? I think we have mayo in our house. Did you ever do Merrick Whip over I mayo? I think my parents do Merrick Whip. I used to fucking hate mayo when I was a kid. I would never touch it. It was always Miracle Whip. Everything had to be Miracle Whip. Even if it was a generic-ass Miracle Whip, I would not eat mayo. And now it's like I don't even like Miracle Whip. Yeah. I could, like, I don't, we don't use it a lot. We do make BLTs. But. With Miracle Whip or mayo? Mayo. Oh, yeah. I used to put – so um, I do this quick lunch thing for, for where I work, um, for where – I'm trying to make sense – of something that should be really easy to make sense of, but I'm struggling right now, so just bear with me. Every day when I get up in the morning, I make myself a lunch because I go to work, mm-hmm. and where I work is in the outside. But I just I buy that uh, canned chicken breast because it's like 45 grams of protein, a little bit of fat, not many calories, and it's like it's a lot of really good shit in a small can, and it's so fast and easy to make. You ever seen those? Yeah, it looks like tuna. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a big tuna can. Yeah, it makes me gag thinking about it. Oh, see, this is it good? I don't mind it at all. Fucking, I just crack the can. It's all in water, isn't it? Yep, yeah. drain it, and it's in chunks. I throw it in a in a um. Uh, it's all cooked. I throw it into a, um, a Tupperware, you know, and then I'll like add a little bit of sauce to it, like some like a uh, um, like a little barbecue, a little buffalo. Um, for a while, I was throwing a little bit of mayo in there with some pesto sauce, mm. you know, and it's like, and it's, it, you, I just stir it all up and it's like making a tuna sandwich, sure, you know, but I don't eat any bread with it. I just eat it. Um, and, uh, it's like, it's really great. You know, it's like, it's fast, it's easy. It tastes decent. Cause you can put whatever sauce you want to put on it and it's good for you. It's got good protein and everything. So it works out well. Um, but I was talking to my kid and it's just like, you know, like I don't know why, like I'm not eat, overeating, I'm eating pretty clean, all these things, you know, it's like, I still can't get rid of this little bit of belly around my middle, and I've been like working hard all fucking summer long, yeah. and he's like, well, what do you put in your chicken in the morning? I'm like, usually it's like mayo and some pesto, and he's like, well, it's, it's like, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, pesto's really fattening. Yeah, it's like 320 it's, calories for a tablespoon of pesto. Yeah, because it's all oil. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. Every fucking day I was doing that, you know, and it's just like, a, and, and mayo is super fattening too. It's mm-hmm. all oil. So I was like, I was like, Jesus, no wonder. Like for the most part, like everything else is running really great. And then I just throw these two big gobs of fat in there and I love pesto. Like, yeah, uh, I eat pesto all day long if I could. Um, but so I'm trying to cut out the mayo now too, because mm. I was a pretty big mayo user for a while. So it's like trying to nix that a little bit, try to be a little cleaner. Nah, I think you burn enough calories. That's not your problem. Yeah, the problem is this though, is like come November, December, for like the next like when my landscaping season starts to wind down, my body still wants the same amount of food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like I'll put on a quick 10, 12 pounds in a hurry if I'm not careful. It's like bam. Cause all of a sudden I get up in the morning. And I'm not hitting the door and running outside and shoveling rocks, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like it's like it's a seasonal worker problem, I'm sure. Because my dad, when um, when we were growing up out in Idaho, um, he worked in timber, and so three months of the year he couldn't work. Fucking snow was too deep in the mountains to cut trees. So in that three months, he put this fucking big, nice, big beer belly on him, mm. you know. And it's like it was like. He'd have to get the suspenders out, you know, all that shit. Or no, he he didn't. He he put his suspenders away, 
in the wintertime because right. he filled yeah. out his pants. And then, uh, and then like, in within like a month and a half, all that shit was gone. It was a fuck. It was amazing, but it's all. I think it's different when it's beer belly. Yeah, and it's like you know. But anyway, it was. It's like it's like that's a that's a system, and it's a system I don't want to be part of. I'd really like to figure out a way not to do that. Like I don't want to put on right. that extra fifteen pounds in the winter time. So, yeah, trying to trying to figure out how to do it. I'm working on. I think it. you're doing the right things. Try you working out? You going to pole still? No, I'm. I, I, well, I guess yeah. Why right now? Uh, Connor does. Jesus Christ, that kid. Connor, yeah, you told me that once. Like if you're he listening. Works like, out, then he goes to work, and then he works out. Yeah, but he's like, I don't know. Every time I see him, is like his arms just fucking get bigger. Yeah, it's like his arms are like the size of my fucking calves or some shit. He's just like, he's just jacked. Mm. You know, um, like he'll come home from the gym and he'll just like lean on the back of the chair and it's like motherfucker. Like his, he's, he's got these massive guns, and uh, the other day it was funny. Um, the other day, there's this guy who used to be a soccer coach for Connor's soccer team when he was little, right? And um, he'd seen Connor driving the trucks around, but hadn't like talked to him or anything, sure. you know. And 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 so he hasn't seen him like as an adult really. So um, we're working at this job site, and uh, this guy's like walking down the street, and he's walking by, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" He's like, "Oh, pretty good." And he goes, "Is that Connor?" And I'm like, yeah, and and he just like, it was silence. Yeah, and he's just like staring at me, <laughs> and he's like, "Damn, man!" He goes, "Jesus!" He goes, "You look good." And Connor's just like, "Thanks," you know. And then he's just like, it was silence again. Yeah. He was like staring at him, and he's like, "Jesus!" <laughs> and, and, and he's like, he's like, "All right, guys, see you later." And Connor's like, he goes, "I must be doing something right," yeah. you know. Like, yeah, he's. Dude, fucking kid is just like built and he does though yeah his his regimen his routine all that shit i've been thinking about talking to him it's like all right man help build me, me a plan yeah build me a plan for the winter because it's like that's what i got to do all winter if i got a plan i can stick to it and then like i don't deviate too much it's so hard in wisconsin sure. in the winter that's that's when you really that's when i really can't have that shit in my house in the winter yeah because like all day long, if I'm home, I'm not working. Yeah, you're just snacking on it. And, yeah, it's yeah. like I get bored. Yep. And it's like I'm not bored, bored, but enough to where it's like, ah, I'm put something in my face. It'll make me feel better. I, yep. I got something to I do. I think I'm a I'm a bored eater and I'm a stress eater. Mm, both. That's that's double whammy. Yeah, dude. I, I know exactly when I get, like, stressed out or something. I'm like, fuck it, I'm eating. Hey, would you go to Pulse Fitness with me this winter? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Okay. If I got you a membership, you would go with me. I can get my own membership. I'm just saying, I, I got an extra membership right now. Oh, you have one. I do. I do. So I, um, this, uh, uh, ooh, I could get in trouble for this, but uh -oh. I'm going to say it anyway. This, uh, um, so, uh, I got this, uh, deal I worked out with, um, with Brandon at Pulse. Um, so I bought my whole company. Mm hmm. Memberships, um, so it was one, two, three, four. So it was me and Connor and my wife and then my foreman Kelsey. And uh, Kelsey's like, um, last winter, I'm like, is there anything I can do for you as an employee of mine to like, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to make your employee experience better. I want to keep you healthier. It's like I can't afford to buy your insurance yet. Like our company isn't big right. enough. I'm like, but I want to do something. And and she's like, well, it'd be pretty cool if I had a gym membership. She's like, that'd be awesome. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll figure that out. 
So I got a gym membership for her, right? And I send her text messages. I'm like, guess what? You're now a new member of Pulse Fitness and Training here in Bay, Wisconsin. Congratulations. Go in there. You get your free three training sessions with your new trainers to kind of set up a program yeah. for you. It's like all this shit. It was a long-ass message. I sent it out to her, right? And it was like in January or February. It's like radio silence. I got Uh-oh. fucking nothing, right? And it's like, all right, she's just busy. She'll get back to me, you know, because we don't talk that much in the winter. And like a week goes by, nothing. And two weeks go by, nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, I asked, uh, I asked uh, get, uh, the crew at Pulse, I'm like, yo, has Kelsey been in here yet? And they're like, yeah, she hasn't signed her papers or nothing yet. So I text him like, all right, you got to go in and sign your papers and get your key fob and stuff. Like, I know you're busy, maybe, but you got to get this shit done so I can get this finalized. And she's like, okay, I'll go do it. So she goes in, she signs the paperwork, gets her key fob, and she and and then uh, and then I like for the next month, two months, I'm like, hey, is Kelsey been in? She's like, no, she hasn't been in here yet. Finally, I'm like. Yo, what the fuck? You said you <laughs> wanted this. Like, I thought, I thought, I'm like, did you get my message about like all that? And she's like, yeah, I got your message. And I'm like, okay, so how can we not use in the gym? And she's like, well, I really don't like gyms. I'm like, what? What? You fucking serious? I'm like, what do you mean you don't like gyms? She's like, I'm no, I'm sorry. She's like, I thought I would like it, but I just don't like it. It's like, I just, she's like, she goes to the civic center mm-hmm. and she really likes the civic center. And it's like, oh. Okay, I didn't know that, you know, and, hmm. and so it's like she takes classes at the Civic Center, and that's what that's her jam. She doesn't like the gym. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, that that's fine. Now I got this membership, and uh, so I've it, never been to a gym, never in your life. No. Nope. Okay, well, I guess it's time to start. I guess. All right, let's do this. <laughs> it's on. Um, I usually uh, we're putting it right now. It is uh, ten sixteen in the morning, Saturday, August twenty first. Um, my landscaping season usually starts wrapping down about November and that's when yeah. I start hitting the gym. All right. So we'll do it. All right. All right. It's a deal, man. I need to anyways. Cause, right uh, that was weak. That was fucking weak. That yeah. was not a gym style. It was not bump. a gym. Yeah. I told Sam, I'm like, so I have lost weight. Yep. And I'm like, I want to get in good shape. And then I'm like, but once I do just, so you know, I'm getting a tattoo. She goes, yeah, huh. I heard you guys on that podcast. She goes like, how big are you thinking? I'm like, Good size. You know, pretty good size. Yeah. Like, this is my idea. And she goes, well, how big do you think that needs to be? I'm like, mm, probably, you know, like half the back at least. Nice. She goes, yeah. huh. So my goal is to get to a point where I can allow myself to get that tattoo. So, and I'm with you on that because if you get the tattoo, you want to be able to show it to people. I do. Yeah. But, I, and it, but it's also motivation to continue getting in shape right yeah or get back in shape i whatever. booked my flight to North yeah Carolina. you did that a boy i did congrats I, I, did you talk to the guy i did talk to him did he remember huh oh yeah. yeah oh yeah he knew exactly what it was here's the crazy part fucker's expensive yeah yeah he's an expensive tattoo artist i was i was actually taken aback a little bit at the price and i was like i had i paused for like mm, about two weeks he sent me his pricing mm-hmm and he's like, let me know. We'll put a hold on those two days for you. You got to put down a deposit for the two days you're going to be here. I'm like, all right. So. Um, and I'm guessing based on the size, these are like full days. Yeah, two yeah. full days. Yeah. Two full days. He's going to work on one section one whole day and another section the next whole day. So two full days. And uh, and so I'm like, all right. So he told me the price, and I was like, fuck. 
I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's like, but, but there's this thing, it's really important to me. And I just got it like, once I, once I, once I, uh, uh, committed to it, then it's done. It's over. Right. I don't care. Sure. Sure. You know, it's like, it's committed to it. I'm done. Unless some fucking weird shit happens and all of a sudden I get broke, I'm going to go do this, mm-hmm. you know? So once I put down the deposit for the two days, then I just booked my flight and it was that easy, you know, but it's like after that, but before that it was like, mm, was kind of yeah, you're tough. Han. yeah, I was him and Han. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going over my birthday which nice. did not make my wife very happy. Well, sorry. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm saying nice, but sorry. So here's a crazy situation, right? Is like, um, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah, man. But but like, uh, uh, like, I didn't like say I wanted her to go with me, or I didn't want her to go with me. I was just trying to process the shit around. Like, I had to do. I have to do it. But I, I didn't. Ha- I haven't have any ideas like what it's going to look like, right? Mm-hmm. And then as is that like as it got closer and I had this block around how much money it's going to cost and everything, it's like uh, it's like oh fuck I just got to book it, so I just booked it. I booked a ticket. It's done. And then uh, I told her I'm like hey I booked my ticket and she's like oh, so you don't want me to go? I'm like yeah. no, like it, it's totally awesome if you go. I'd love for you to go. I'm just saying like I had to book this ticket. If I don't if I didn't do it I wasn't going to do it. And she's like well it sounds like you don't want me to go. And it's like. I'm telling you right now, I want you to go. It'd be awesome. I'm like, but I just had to do it, you know? And she's like, well, maybe you're just supposed to go by yourself. It's like, all right, whatever. You know, I'll go, whatever. She's like, I'll just drive you to the airport. I'm like, she's like, when is it? I'm like, it's over January 7th, 8th. She's like, it's over your birthday? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh. And I'm like, why don't you go with me? (laughs) She's like, ah, you don't want me to go. It's like, ah, fucking, okay, whatever. Like, it's all going to be fine. But it's just like one of those things where it's just like, I don't know. My communication style or something doesn't doesn't. I've, yeah, I've been down the same road. Yeah, it's like I did. I didn't somehow like uh, like I might. I wasn't thoughtful enough ahead of time to make a big plan of it and say this is what I want to do and organize it. It was like one of those things. Like I had to do it now or I wasn't going to do sure, it. You sure. know, and it was just like. But it's like I can kind of see where she's coming from, but at the same time, like if I was like, "Do you want me to go or not?" and she's like, "Yeah, I want you to go." I'm like, "All right, cool, I'll go." It's easy for yeah, me anyway. Yeah. Like that's the way I look at it. It's like. But, Bend down the same road, yeah. not to that extent, but yeah, it's yeah. just like planning something. Like I, and then after the fact, like, well, you clearly don't care if I come or not, so I'm not going to. I'm like, well, that's not what I'm saying. I just, yeah, it it's it's a thing. It's a thing. But anyway, it's funny. But it's funny and not funny. It's 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 a it's well. A, congrats though. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm and, pumped. And, I'm pumped. You know, I I have been. I'm a research guy, uh-huh. and I've been doing a lot of research, and I think it's well established. Like, it's going to be on you forever. Yep. It, pay, yeah, pay it might be money. expensive, but you're getting what you want. You found the artist you want. You found the, you know, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. And then and, and it's, it's once you got it, you're done with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So pay the money. And uh, um, so I told the guy, I'm like, all right, so here's my concern. I'm like, if my wife doesn't go, like, how am I going to keep this shit clean? Yeah. You know, it's like, I know it's it's like a whole back Right. You know, so it's like, I got to wash it and all this shit. And he, and he, and he, you know, he kind of like quelled my fears a little bit. He's like, it's okay. We'll work it out. He's like, he's like a regular shower. We'll be able to, you'll be able to keep it clean enough with a regular shower, you know? And then like the air, like the, the plane ride back is probably going to fucking suck. Right. You know? So it's like, I'm, he'll, I'm, I'm hoping he's going to help me. Like if he's going to saran wrap it or some shit before I get on the plane. Yeah. They make, it's not even saran wrap anymore. It's like a heel wrap basically. 
that they can he can put it over. Yeah. See, I've done research, man. Yeah, I know you're him. on it. No, I know. I and it's like for yeah. Me, so how long are you staying down there? Um, I'm gonna land in the evening. Uh, tattoo all day the next day. Tattoo the next day after that. One day. Okay. With no so tattoos and so then really fly the, back. The only like non. You're you're skipping a day of like not getting. Yeah. Not having your wife available to yep. help clean. Yeah, and that day is just like I was just kind of hoping like maybe. A day of like uh, um, keeping it clean and yeah. letting it air out yep. will be better than like hopping on an airplane right away. Yeah, you know, like because because once you're at the airport and airplane, you got to have a shirt on. Yep, your you back's know? up against the seat. Yeah, all that shit. And it's like if I can if I can let it heal a little bit before I get on the plane, you know, and like get it covered a little bit better before I get on the plane. Because like you know, it's like dirty and stuff, and it's like the last thing I want to do is like get. Sh- get some kind of bacteria on yeah. it or something. So I, yeah. I just like, I figured if I gave myself a day, at least one day, I, I wasn't making a vacation about it. Cause I'm not going to be like fucking hanging out on the beach. I can't no, anyway, right, you know, right. cause you don't want to be in the sun. So it's like, you know, um, I just gotta be cool about it. So I just figured, eh. and it's in January. So that's kind of yeah. nice because I don't have to worry about going to work or anything after that. When, uh, when does your plane leave when you come home? Like at time of day? Yeah. Mm, like fucking noon. Oh, just, Ask him if you can stop by the shop and you I'm, can. I'm totally gonna, yeah. Yeah, just hey, can you put that wrap on it? For yeah, the ride. That's what I'm gonna. I'm that's that's my plan. Is I'm just gonna ask him to wrap it before I get on the yeah, plane because for sure because it's like I want something on it. Yeah. before I get on a plane, you know. Other than your t-shirt, other than my come t-shirt. back and got fucking cotton sticking out of here. Well, that that's the thing. You know, bag. it's gonna stick to it, right? Yeah. You know, so if at least if it's got that cellophane, whatever it is on there, yep, I can actually lean against the seat. I hope it's not too painful. Yep. And then, uh, and then it won't be sticking to it. And then when I get home, I can just peel that off, and then fuck it, I'll just walk around with my shirt on for a couple of weeks, off, uh, without my shirt on. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah, I'll yeah. walk around without my shirt on for a couple of weeks. Maybe it didn't come out like that. We'll just have to. <laughs> we'll do the playback, and we'll see if I'm full of shit or not. Okay. All right, brother. Dude, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Well, hey, uh, so no episode next week. Nope, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be in Seattle visiting family. Absolutely. Sounds yep. like a blast. So you guys will all, or you guys and gals will all have to miss a week. But, yeah, get over it. And y'all hear, heard it here first. Before anybody else in the world, Kyle Crosby's hitting the gym, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, going to fucking happen. I'm going to have some serious social anxiety first. That's all right. The but gym, you, we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. So all thanks right. for tuning in. Much love. Yeah. Have a great two weeks. And uh, until yeah. next time. Peace, y'all. Love, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.